Yo, 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 once again, we bet this is with just some messages podcast on Mo. Oh, Mike. We in here once again, man. We on we handling business on Zoom this week. But you know, nevertheless, we in here. Still got my dog Drew Money in the building with us. Uh-uh-uh. How y'all feeling? Feeling good, feeling good. good. Drew, Drew, how you doing, man? You just get off the road, brother. Tired, tired. Still ripping and running, man. But you know, work don't stop. But you know, I give thanks every day. Yeah, man, we out to that rain. Fucking nigga doing ninety on on twenty six in the rain. You know what I'm saying? Like driving like, <laughs> like where y'all going, dog? It was like five accidents on top of that. Like had to cut through the country to get around to get right back on twenty six. Like just foolish. And the, the 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 accidents had the eyes shut down like that. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, all the way from Charlotte. It's, it was. It was running on up there too. Hell yeah, it was. It was like, uh, thing today was like when I left. It was like twenty nine degrees, um, raining, cold as shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's just you know. Yesterday was a good day though. Drunk white folks everywhere. You know, St. Patty's Day um bar crawl. Then they had a soccer game over at um Carolina Stadium. So. It was um it was a pack pack weekend. Got some good work done though. So. Where my dog going crazy with the with the photography right now, man. If y'all listening, tapping with my dog, follow my dog uh, photography page, Digital Drew Dash. You yeah. feel me? All day. Niggas gotta be safe on that road though. Y'all can hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we got you. Oh um yeah I don't know I don't know why people be driving reckless when it's raining like niggas we all not going nowhere <laughs> like slow down bro like, never be that that's serious a that's a fact because some uh you fuck around and then go somewhere you go to the upper room facts <laughs> and you know <laughs> you know what's so crazy is because um you know you driving up twenty six. Like when they used to have accidents, you know, you know they chopped down all those trees in the median, right? Yeah. So before they chopped down all those trees, every time it was an accident, it was a car somewhere in the tree. Every time. Wow. Yeah. You right. So I understand. I don't understand why people be uh be trying to mask the gas on that shit. Doing ninety in the rain is insane. First off, I don't care. How, I don't care how good your tires are. Hey man, you know we in the we in the gambling era right now, so everybody like to gamble. I just want to gamble like that. Oh no, hell no, I ain't fucking around with that. And honestly, I think we still gonna have another uh, we gonna have another cold front for at least another week and a half or so. You think so? Hell yeah, I heard they had a uh, snow up in Virginia last. Well, my grandfather told me they had snow in Virginia like a couple days ago. Hmm. That's crazy. So I mean, like you said, niggas might be cooked, man. You want to tell man? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So we gotta uh, we gotta start off with some bullshit that I saw this week as regards to rap. Um, what logic got going on, man? <laughs> I don't know, man. Logic, logic woke up and it felt like today was a good day. 
Yeah, it was a good day not to put out that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know it's crazy. Like this is why this is this is this is the straw that broke the camel's back. Now logic white. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. But the energy, the energy. Done. Like he, he's officially white now. You you're not like, fucking. He's, with a, he's a white man. He's he's getting treated like a colonizer right now. <laughs> like the inner the energy he getting for this is crazy. Like like the blowback, I just that's crazy. I'm looking at the thumbnail now. And don't go to the studio ever again. Joe Budden and says Logic should re retire and leave rap alone. That's crazy. Dog, he hasn't he hasn't put out anything worth talking about in some time. In some time. Who, who was that last album we talked about from Logic? That one that looked like uh like a Roman, like a Roman picture, like the that, cover. It was like what was that? That was twenty seventeen. No way, dog. That was twenty. I remember because I sent it to you, and you was like, "Hey, yeah. this shit, that shit ain't that bad." You see what I'm saying? Like that shit kind of. That cool. was 2017, man. That was 2017, bro. I'm telling you, it was 27. It was 17 and 18. It was no. It was no, no latest. It's called. It's called it everybody. Was, that shit did come yeah. out 2017. It was everybody. Yup. This is crazy. No, this album <laughs> wasn't that bad for real. It wasn't. <laughs> 2017. <laughs> Do you know how long that is to be bad in rap? Six years, bro. Six years. That put, a lot, that put a lot of shit in perspective because you know who dropped that year? Uh, did Cole drop that year? No. Big Sean dropped I Decided that year. Okay. Ross dropped um, uh, Rather You Than Me. Rather You Than Me was 2017, yeah. <laughs> dropped Hendrix and Future. Yeah. Migos yeah. Drop Culture. Yeah. So that was a heavy year for music, bro. It was a good fucking year for music. Yeah, he he this this all right. So I'm reading I'm reading uh I'm reading the Fader article from that album. So Logic has scored his first number one album on Billboard 200 chart with everybody, his third studio album. The records moved. 247,000 equivalent album units in the first week of ending of May two, May 11th and 196,000 of those units were traditional album sales, Billboard reports. So that album came out on single denial of 2017. And what has he done since then? What was his album since then? Uh, so since 2019, he has dropped... He's dropped. Hold on, because I just had his albums up. All right, so he came back with the Supermarket album in 2019, um, Vinyl Days in 2022, and College Park was come out this year. I don't know if that's already out, but I think that's supposed to come out. If it's not, oh yeah, it came out February 24th. I didn't hear nothing about that album either. So yeah, since everybody, I haven't been checking for that man shit. That's crazy. And I'm and looking he, at this, uh, I'm looking at the track listing for College Park. Uh, he got Bun B and Lil Kiki on one song. He got Joey Badass on here. And he got Fat Tram on this album. And uh, I just haven't heard nobody talk about this album at all. All right, all right. I might, have to, I might have to check those tracks out. I'm interested to see what the Joey Badass track sound like. Yeah, it's called Shimmy with Joey Badass. Okay, yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested to see what that what, what that sounds like. He got Rizzo on this album. And no, I haven't heard anybody talk about this album. 
but I'm looking at uh, the Google the Google reviews. It got a 97%, but I just haven't heard nobody talk about it. That's just, you know, not that deep. Well, I think I think Logic, he's still kind of I don't know. I don't I think this is kind of like what will as far as his persona and connection with his music will we'll always because for me it's just always the confusion aspect. I mean, we had this conversation before, like Jay, it's the fact that he looks like a white boy because J. Cole mama is white, his daddy black. Logic mama is white, his daddy black. But mm -hmm. it's like J. Cole looks like a nigga and identifies as a nigga. Logic right. hitting us with that, you know, uh, when I grew up, and, and I'm not discounting that man experience, trust me, but you are well old enough to know, like, what side of the fence you want to be on, bro. I think the last time he was on uh, Rory and Maul podcast, that was sometime last year, he was speaking more to identifying as a black man, like, okay. understanding what's going on. He was speaking more towards that. But like you're right though, in the past he has kind of been on the, on the you know, <laughs> yeah. that's the funny shit though. Like I mean, in his in his defense is like you know, niggas can wake up one day and just be like you know I I decide I'm rocking, but I mean, I don't know man, I'm not I'm not interracial, so I can't relate to that. So, no, you're right, and, and like I said, I mean he is a black man at the end of the day. Get it? But I can understand how growing up. There was those conversations surrounding him about, man, you ain't no nigga, man. Like, look, yeah. white, man, I, I get it. Trust me, I understand it. But it's like, his white jeans just whooped his ass on his creation, bro. That's all that shit yeah. is. Yeah, when, when he, when, when, <laughs> when that egg, when that egg got found, that was a white sperm that found that <laughs> egg, bro. Well, his mom, his mom white, so that's the, that was a crazy white egg. There, the black, the black, you know, was fighting. <laughs> you know his, because you know, his dad didn't really help him. His dad is high yellow. Oh, see that he, see he helped him out. He helped him out. He high yellow. He high. Like if you look no. at Logic, he got his dad features except the skin complexion. Yeah. He now, if like, his dad was, if his dad was one of our complexion, then he would be all right. Yeah, he would have been straight. No, his dad is high yellow, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at his dad now. His dad is high yellow. <laughs> so you put that have... you put that with a you put that with a white woman, you're getting a logic or have the yeah. NBA right now. That's facts. I mean, that's basically essentially like uh Patrick Mahomes and his daughter. That's basically Patrick, that's Patrick Mahomes, and then Patrick Mahomes, he thinned it out even more. So yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, his Patrick Mahomes' grandkids, his grandkids not gonna be black at all. You don't think so? Look at his daughter is a white woman, basically. Like she now, she, she don't look black. She would have to get with somebody like our complexion for that shit. To yeah, even that's out. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm saying I don't know. I'm not, you know, ruling none of that out. I don't, you know, but I don't know, bro. I'm being in, in little man favor. I think. I think I would be. I would be interested to know more. Not necessarily. I think I feel like Logic has given us that through his music. But if we was to have like just have a one on one conversation and just really understand, because like you said, we not we not biracial. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I don't know. I don't know what he went through growing up with that. So yeah. But at the end of the day, you still a black man. That just be my whole yeah. thing. So like yeah. you said, I haven't been following him. So if he say he's been identifying more, they cool. You know what I'm saying? But 
I do know that is a thing amongst the biracials is that, oh, shit, like, our experiences are different from yours, even though I am black. You see what I'm saying? Like, our experiences are different. Right. Cause like when you bring up J. Cole, I didn't know his mom. He had a white mom until right before uh, he had a, he had some interviews before um the 2014 album, and he was basically saying like how his mom was white and shit like that or whatever. That's when I found out. But I always knew he just identified as a black man, so I never really you know. That's how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? Like Mariah Carey too. Right. Like I never had no even like growing up. I was like, oh, she she just light skin. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. But with him, it's kind of like it's the, you know, I, dog. That's why he was the uh, damn, what was it? he was the Atlanta episode. <laughs> yeah, Remember the hell Atlanta? yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was what he was definitely, he definitely Atlanta that Atlanta episode for sure. Bro, Donald Glover is a slick motherfucker. He knew what he was doing with a lot of those episodes that last season, bro. Bro, that's a genius level show, bro. Hell yeah, dog. When I seen that episode, I said, dog, this is logic all day. That that show was genius level, dog. <laughs> like I'm, I'm thinking about rewatching that shit. Honestly, that's a genius level, dog. Bro, remember they had the they, they they was asking them all the black questions to get the yeah. <laughs> with Kevin Samuels and Kevin Samuels though. <laughs> Bro, that shit was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Hey, a lot of people feel like like within the rap within the rap world that you got to take like a, a a rap IQ test. In order to be like, in order to get a record deal, how you feel about that? So they so a rap IQ test like from like, from like guys in the Greeks and shit like that. No, no uncertain shit. That's basically what it is. They didn't have specific questions, but they was like, bro, some of these niggas gotta take a rap IQ test before they get a record deal, bro, because they feel like it's too much disrespect going on within it. Uh, when I I like IQ test like. I won't necessarily necessarily say like a deep dive art like IQ test, but I would just want to be more of respect amongst the generations, like because we don't get here without the dudes that came before us. And mm-hmm. I think that's just I think that's just like common courtesy. Like at one point, like the, the newer dudes used to shit on the OGs and it, it has kind of it has tuned down a lot, but at one point it was kind of ridiculous, like but I think I just wish it was more like unified as far as that, just more common ground amongst the generations. Um, as far as like knowing everything, everybody not gonna know everything, especially like if you're dealing with these 2000 babies. Like, I'm not gonna expect them to know who Keith Murray is or you know, like intricate rap shit. Like, I'm not gonna expect them to know all that, but you know, some of them are, some of them are on that type of shit though. So, yeah, some of them are. I don't, I'm not gonna make that. I don't agree with an IQ test. Yeah, I, I don't I, think we should do that. I feel like if somebody's just in the game and they rapping, they doing their thing, and they not disrespecting nobody, they shouldn't be held to a standard of knowing what's in the past. Like, bro, listen. Yeah. Because growing up as a kid, like I wasn't alive when Michael Jackson was at his peak. You see what I'm saying? Right. But I right. I we caught Michael Jackson late. Honestly, if we want to be technical, we caught him late because he caught been him out. <laughs> yeah, we caught him late nineties, bro. Like early, we caught we caught the third phase of his career basically. Exactly. So it was like, but you know, our moms being in the music, our grandparents being in the music, we heard certain things, so we was able to appreciate it. So you can appreciate the older music based off your upbringing, or you doing right. your own research of yourself. Like for me, honestly, right. I just feel like if you really love music, all that's gonna come along. 
So like, I naturally love music. So as I got older, I was researching older shit, researching older shit, appreciating older shit. So I feel like if you, if, but if you're an artist in the game who just want to come in here for a check, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Your heart might not be 100% into it to where you want to, you know, uh, revere some legends or honor some legends. So for some rappers or some singers, it's like, no, like, I really do love this shit. There's a few artists who really go back and they know what they be talking about. Like, yeah. My main thing is just, just, my main thing is just don't shit on the OGs. That's my thing. Cause like they quit, they call like the OGs broke and all this other shit. But it's like, bro, like them dudes lay real sacrifices so you can get twenty thousand a show. Like they yeah. they sacrifice that. You know what I'm saying? Cause my whole thing be this too. Like we are really gonna cross over into a time where these the, the generations coming after might not give a fuck about Lil Wayne. They might not give a fuck about you. So saying Jay Z. They might not give a yeah. fuck about goddamn outcasts. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm gonna be real. It's not that I don't give a fuck. I'll, let me put. Let me say, give a fuck in context. Like, bro, like I, I'm really not trying to listen to that. Because for me, I'm gonna be real. I respect Big Daddy Kane. I respect Melly Mel. I respect all those other the 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 uh, the '80s cats. I'm not listening to them, and right. I never. Will to them like that when I was coming up. Like, I have certain guys that I probably, out of the 80s class, the cats I probably listened to the most out of the 80s class might have been NWA. Right. Ice Cube. You see what I'm saying? Shit like that. I wasn't an Ice T guy. I wasn't, like I said, uh, Big Daddy Kane. Uh, no, uh, I Rock Him probably is the one the most that I listened to out the 80s. Like, Rock Him, Ice Cube, them too. But other than that, so as we go along, it's gonna come a time where, nah, like I recognize Wayne, but that's not really my cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? Like they got probably gonna be, you know what I'm saying? Somebody now, it might yeah, be a lot. Should a, a lot of these dudes guys is little baby right now. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. A lot of these dudes, a lot of these dudes coming up, little baby is they go. Like he really is. Like and you just gotta accept that for what it is. Like we just in a new time right now. Like you right. Like a lot of these dudes just. Weren't there when Lil Wayne was was Lil Wayne? They weren't, you know. They people people put people place themselves um, as far as like who they idolized with them being there at the time. Like a lot of these dudes was just wasn't here then. So no, it's not. Uh, the only thing I just wouldn't want is like no revisionist history shit. That's it. That's yeah. only. Thing I yeah. don't how you feel yeah, about how uh, you. <laughs> How you feel about Melly Mel saying what he said? I don't know. I don't think he talked about that shit. But no, we I think talk about it. it. It fits into the conversation because I feel like um, there seems to be this thing going around, like surrounding Hove and Wayne, and it's like I, I'm starting to notice like some of the older rappers are kind of like trying to. You can have your opinion about Hove. I don't really care about that. It's what what Melly Mel said about Hov? Because I, I only caught what he said about Eminem. He said that Busta Rhymes is better than him. Mm. <laughs> See, all right, uh, nah, I don't agree with that at all. But in a versus, you know, he, a versus, he would he would lose. He picked Busta in the versus versus Jay Z all because of his performance and the hits. Nasty. He got that's hits. Nasty. I mean, Buster Rhymes do got hits, respectively, but he's he's but not. But the way he 
said it though. See, that's what I'm saying. With context, you got to see. They say it with a certain type of tone. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, they, yeah. Whole, like whole wasn't nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, but see, think, Melly Mel, Melly Mel had this. He always had like this, uh, like this aura about him where he kind of he selective with who he shit on. Because I remember reading and hearing about even back then how uh, it was some time when Method Man, but just like peak Wu Tang Method Man. He had met Melly Mel like backstage somewhere, and he tried to shake his hand, and Melly Mel just walked by him like he wasn't shit. And mm. you would think you you would think that Melly Mel would be tapped in with Wu, like Wu Tang of all groups, like you know what I'm saying. So it's like I don't know, like he real selective, he real selective, and that's kind of been his Achilles heel because you know not for nothing. Like me, like we was talking about this the other day with me, you and Marcus, like Melly Mel, like probably, probably he's the first conscious rapper. Like you know what I'm saying? Like the message that's like the one of the top like conscious songs of all time. That's yeah. like one of the you know. So it's like you know, I just feel like sometimes like uh he might and you know you know he might feel slighted too because he's seeing like you know all these dudes reaping the benefits of his sacrifice and he still probably feel like he's not where he's supposed to be at. And I feel like he just can't let that get in the way of him showing love to the to the to the guys after him. Cause it, it 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 take away from his from his image, you know what I'm saying? I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't be mad at nobody's opinion about who they feel, but when they say a certain tone or they say yeah, it like, yeah, 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 you say you sound away, bro. You sound away. That's that that be my thing, bro. It just sound like you saying it with a certain. That's like as if if somebody was to say, oh yeah, like I'm taking um, I'll take I'll take Ludacris over Wayne in the verses. He ain't outperforming. I'm like, bro, come on! Like, certain shit, it's like it's a consensus. It's like, like ooh. we we respect Ludacris. We know Luda got hits, but it's like he's not low wing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's no. just, that's been established. Like, you don't gotta you don't gotta be contrarian. And a part of it is because he know he know that he got the OG card. Like, Melly Mel know he an OG. You know what I'm saying? He know he can be like, well, shit, y'all word don't mean shit to me. He know he can play that card if he want to. But it's not the right play to do all the time. Like I think they use that. I think they think that has more power than what it does. Unfortunately, it don't. It don't. Yeah, like it, it, it really don't hold that much power, bro. We don't really hear because about shit, that. Go ahead. Go shit ahead. gonna move regardless. Shit gonna move regardless how they feel. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel that they should be regarded more. But as far as like sometimes them feeling like they the end all be all, like that's. Nah, that that's not it. <laughs> like, it's unfortunate. Like that's just what it is. Like that's just what it is. Like this shit gonna move regardless. Like, so it's like you know, like I, I look at it like because before him it was it was somebody else that was doing one of them interviews who said something about hold, and I was just like, it seems to be this trend lately of like just trying to rewrite history or trying to dumb down somebody's impact. Like we was actually there in the time experiencing it. Like to right. me that matters this is different between like us knowing what michael J michael jackson did and then my mom actually experiencing it in real time you get what i'm saying like we know right this right in the 80s and the early 90s but for them to actually see it live that's somewhat matters. so then when i see these conversations come up it's like bro how can you say that uh nobody's listening to jay-z in 03 because of 50 cent that's a lie that's a big lie. Not when <laughs> Blueprint 2 was out. 
That's a lie. That did not happen, bro. I remember being on the school bus and multiple artists being rotated throughout that time. Yeah, 50 was getting played the most, but we wasn't. In 03, it was about, it was 50 Cent, Jay-Z, Nelly, Ludacris, T.I. Like, it was, it was a lot of niggas being rotated, bro. Like, that's just call, what it is. Did you call someone to 04, 05? Okay, Wayne. Let's talk Wayne, about then, it. Then that's when T.I. really started catching fire 05, 04, 05. Okay, Jeezy. Like, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, it, it was never, it was never a time where just like one nigga got all the radio play or all of, all of, yeah, like that's just, yeah. They might have this, but they wasn't just getting all, all cover rate because you got Kanye West touched down 04, 03. His single came out 03. So it's like, okay, what are y'all really trying to say? So if you going to tell me nobody was listening to Hov in 03, they must have not been listening to Kanye West. Cause you're not gonna tell me Kanye West was bigger than Hov in 03. That wasn't happening, bro. Right. That that wasn't going on. I ain't gonna lie, Mel Mel had a few choice comments though in that interview. Though. I was watching this and I was like, this nigga kind of let he he kind of letting that Uzi off right now, bro. What else? He went at he said uh he said some hold on because I got the uh he said uh all right. Melly Mel isn't backing down from his recent. I'm reading this article from OK Player. Melly Mel isn't backing down from his recent comments on Billboard's top 50 all-time list. After insisting Eminem was placed on the list solely because he's white, denying that uh, Kendrick Lamar influenced contemporary rappers and Lil Wayne isn't hip-hop at all because he uses auto-tune. Mel spoke about his comments on the podcast with Pop Corner. He said he got I don't have anything against um the, the rappers of today. I just I just feel how I feel. Um, everything that I said, I commented on. It was to comment on what he wrote and who he put on the sad list. I think Billboard is not known for hip hop like that. So he, I, I don't know, man. Like I don't know, and, man. So because Lil Wayne did auto tune for a few years, I discount everything prior and after. <laughs> that and that be a thing with some of the old niggas, man. Like they just don't get it, like. They don't get it, bro. This shit, this shit, oh, like you gotta evolve, bro. You just everything evolved. Everything wasn't gonna stay boom bat, boom bat, man. And I'm the sorry. thing is, the thing is, even if you still want boom bat, like this nigga's killing that shit right now. Like, like this nigga's killing traditional sound. Like, if you wanna, if you wanna call that traditional sound, this nigga's killing traditional sound rap. Like, that's just you know. No, like I always say it's, it's nothing wrong with having your opinions like it's the difference between me saying in my opinion late 90s 2000s was the best era of rap that's the golden era of rap and then me saying late 90s early 2000s the best era of rap fuck the 80s that shit wasn't shit that ain't real hip hop that's the difference yeah and, and it's another one that say uh, current rappers are, are uh, divided amongst us amongst Melly Mel's comments Chuck D. Chuck D says, understand, Melly Mel was so dominant over the rest of the pack in the first five years of rap. It's hard to comprehend. It's, it's hard to comprehend, comprehend for, for, for folks born after that. It's why I call him Wilt Chamberlain and Wilt had, had a crate of critiques for the rappers after him, including me. Just let Mel be who he is, which is Wilt Chamberlain of rap. Then 50 Cent says, there was... There was more money selling dope than being in hip hop when Melly Mel was popping. The culture has grown so much from that. I'm not sure if it would be what it is today without artists like Eminem. Shit, I'm not sure. 
I would be who I am, but you know how that is. I'm a competitive nigga, so niggas gonna hate. That's how I, I, I mean, agree with. I mean, but we know Fifty Cent feel how Eminem about Eminem, how you feel about Eminem, yeah. of course. But it's like, I don't know, man. Eminem, Eminem does sell a shit ton of records, man. Like I, I'm critical of Eminem, but I would never take away his impact. Um, that's the thing. I don't it's know, like bro. when I look at when I look at Eminem, and I and I understand like he he's gonna get the race card thrown at him, but I I don't feel like it's warranted because. I mean, he is an elite rapper. Like at his peak, when from '99 to about '04, there's nothing you really can argue about that man. I have my own personal opinions about the work afterwards, because I felt mm-hmm. like he just where it's like, okay, let me just rhyme words. Yeah. That's what it, like he was just let me rhyme words. You see what I'm saying? But from '99 to '04, that man was on fire, and he really did turn an eye to okay, there is a white rapper that can really get busy and rap with the best of us. That's just what it is. You can't take away that shit. Like you can't tell a story of rap without telling it, telling it without Eminem. You just can't do it. As far as the Lil Wayne comments, it's like, nigga, please, like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh, bro, like we're not doing that. Like you're you're because you're you're minimalizing him just to an auto tune. Wayne but you is know what's crazy. You know what's crazy about the auto tune shit? I mean, cut you off. There was an interview with uh with Roger Troutman, and he was on uh who's that? Who's that show that uh that the OG used to host on BET? Well, it was like the I think it was video video jams or video countdown, and he was talking about the uh the auto tune because he had it with him. He had the little voice box shit with him. He was playing Computer Love, and he was talking about how he was getting critiqued by a lot of the uh, R and B purists back then, and you know, not for nothing. Roger Trapp is one of the most talented, one of the most talented musicians we ever had. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and um, you know, he didn't name nobody, but you can tell that shit that kind of bothered me. He was talking about it. He was like, you know, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, push push it forward. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who knows what what what, what we're gonna be doing 20 years from now? And lo and behold, auto tune was a big is a big thing within music. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. I don't know, man. Like to 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 try to discount somebody, to discredit somebody for trying to push a boundary with the sound, and they not being disrespectful towards the initial sound. That's kind of some hating shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like here's that's the thing. Here's the thing. Everything comes in waves. So like you said with Rock Troutman, right? We didn't hear that shit at a high level again until T Pain. Yeah, Roger, Roger. It was Roger, and that's it. That's it. So when we get T Pain, okay, T Pain had his run. We haven't had auto tune at its peak like it was 07, 06. That's a fact. We just haven't had auto tune be that dominant at that level since 07, 08. So that'd be my thing. Like y'all, y'all be trying to mask a lot of shit due to a wave. You see what I'm saying? Everything just, just say just say you don't like Lil Wayne, bro. That's all. That that'd be my thing. Just say that you don't like Wayne. That's it. Because and I always tell, even 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 in conjunction with rap, I mean, with sports, because I'm experiencing it now with Wayne. And I be telling these niggas, I'm like, bro, it's gonna come a time. Your favorite player, the same thing that y'all doing now, is gonna happen for you and your favorite player 10, 15 years from now. Y'all better be careful with that shit. The same way y'all be trying to rewrite history with certain players, somebody gonna turn around 10, 15 years from now and do the same thing for your player. 
you got to appreciate people for what they do in their time. There's nothing wrong if you have a, a change of opinion about who may be better. It's a difference between saying you feeling like somebody is better than shipping uh, the fuck they did. Shout out, shout out, man. Shout out, shout out our guy, Lord Taylor. He tried it earlier today. <laughs> shout out, Lord Taylor. That's my nigga, man. Don't do I, yeah. I, 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 I even not felt for bait. I just like, well, shit. From my understanding, I always felt like he helped him clean up his flow. And even Gilly said he never wrote nothing for him. He just helped him clean some shit up. That's that's, that's always how I... Pushing that. Listen, they've been trying to fight that. They've been trying to push that for years. It won't work on me. It won't work. It won't not work. When I heard, not when I heard the man himself say I never wrote for him. Even when he was going that way and he was just like, you know, if you notice... Because he had a video, he was in his hood and shit. He was like, if you notice, before me, it was wobbity-wobbity. Then after me, it was, you know, for fucking with the boy. He just something, he just something clean the flow up. Like, he ain't writing nothing for him, like, at all. Like, it's I don't... I'm not going to discredit a nigga pen just because he cleaned his flow up. That's different from actually getting written for it. That's different. The nigga didn't say, we got it on documentation, too, so... We got the double XL article from 07 when the nigga said verbatim he didn't write nothing for Wayne. It was more about a flow thing. He actually said he yeah. wrote for Baby, though. He wrote for Baby. He said that. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I he, wouldn't even doubt that. So, like, when he played the freestyle a day, the freestyle, to me, it was cool. It was it was like 6 out of 10. I mean, the bars were there, but the delivery was weak, in my opinion. It was just the I delivery. remember that freestyle. I remember that freestyle. Yeah, but I, I see what niggas was trying to do with that. Oh, y'all can hear it? I see it. I see it oh, now. They was, I, they, was, they, was, they was saying that? Yeah, they were saying in the quotes. Go look at the quotes. Oh, I see it. Y'all hear what I hear? Y'all see what I see? Y'all know who they referring to. You know who they referring to, man. It's two different, different. It's two different niggas, man. It's two different niggas for a reason, bro. Y'all cut that out, man. Y'all losing sleep doing that, man. It be that it be that revisionist shit, bro. But to, for me now, it's more so like I think I felt like in my early Twitter days, I was more so about fighting all that shit. Now it's kind of like I be laughing, bro. Like it's like oh shit, like because you can't win against these niggas. Y'all know what y'all doing. It's just like prime example, right? Why is it <laughs> that every month? It's like with Jay Z. It's with Wayne. It's with the. It's everything that's great has been deemed goat status. These niggas are trying to bring it up every three months to try to compare it to something to discount its impact. Y'all not changing nothing about the wire. Oh, I was just about to say that because niggas trying to I'm say not about the wire, bro. Let I don't know. even want to do this, but niggas, niggas really still doing this whole, you know, Franklin is is and Snowfall is better. No, like nah, it's not even the same category. Well, it's a category thing, but it's not even the same league, man. Like it's just not like. The like the wire was written perfectly for a five straight season. It set the standard for how you're supposed to write a series from front to back with layers. Each season got layers. Each season, bro. Each then, there's a there's a quotable for life in, in almost every episode. Like each <laughs> season, each season had a particular theme that didn't get away from the main plot. Each Every, season is not the same, but it still connects. Like it just come on, man. That's elite writing. So it's like when y'all constantly bringing up like Lil Wayne in comparison with somebody. Hove didn't do this in 05 or whatever year. Uh 
the wire is this is Jordan this and it's like bro like no y'all can't give it a break man give it a break let it go this shit ain't changing but these niggas be doing that shit for engagement that's all that shit be that shit just mm. be funny bro and I, I hopefully because for Melly Mel to be saying this and I I could be wrong because the time this interview could have been done months prior before it to be out now off the heels of the celebration we just had at the Grammys, that's the shit that's kind of just it's it's counterproductive, bro. Because it's was all he about. There? I don't think he was there. I'm not sure, but it's all about yeah, embracing. Crazy. <laughs> it's all about embracing each other's shit, bro. Everything is you either adapt or you get or you get left behind. We talked about this before. Yeah. Everything evolves. Everything evolves, bro. Music evolves. But there's still going to be somebody who's still tapped in with that type of element. We're not in the era now where we're just depending on a radio to listen to new music. You have this phone device at your hand literally 24-7. You can go to these apps. You go to Spotify, Apple Music, all these places, and literally go find what you're looking for. So I honestly, I don't feel like it really don't be no, no uh, it really don't be no need to be complaining about a lot of this shit. Yeah. I'm just more about celebrating and not complaining about this shit, bro. That's how I feel. It'd be too much complaining and discounting niggas' art because you don't fuck with them. It's just even like even like with podcasting. I seen a tweet the other day that said, uh, how about y'all start plugging the podcast y'all like instead of the ones you don't like? That'd be my thing. Like uh, as much time as y'all spend retweeting the clips that y'all say you tired of seeing, why don't you plug the ones that you you do listen to? Or if you don't listen to none, period, stop retweeting that shit. You helping the engagement. That goes for anything. I don't spend my time talking about rappers or R&B artists I don't like. I've never been like that. Right. I'm going to let you know from the jump, hey, yeah, I don't really listen to Mammy. Because if I'm continuously talking about that shit, what that make me? To me, that make me a hater. If you don't listen to something or you don't like something, you either secretly really like it or you just being a hater. Cause who's gonna be the next rapper? Who's gonna be the next rapper to come out to try to discount a legend? I hope that should stop, honestly. Because <laughs> I mean, every everybody got their respect, their respective place for a reason. Like, there's no reason to try to, no reason to try to, like, you know, make niggas uh, rewrite what's going on. Because that's just, you know, for what? What are we doing that for? So, you know, like I said, man, like. I feel I just wish it was more unified as far as like everybody respecting each other's place because not for nothing everybody work hard for their respective place. So I'm not a fan of people shitting on somebody else just because they woke up, you know, feeling disgruntled with themselves. Like Melly Mel was at the Grammy, so he was he was there. He got honored. See, I didn't I didn't watch that tribute, so I didn't know, but he was okay. there. Okay. Him so and the that, Furious Five was there. But see, that's that's my thing too. So like, what what is it? What are we doing? You getting your That's proper thing, getting your proper just do. I ain't never heard Rakim ever talk down on nobody, bro. He don't got to. He's known. He's still the god MC to everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he don't got to. And that's that was the thing. That was the title of that article on uh on OK Player. It was like um Melly Mel. Melly Mel is known as one of the undisputed goats of rap. He's a fundamental figure. It's up to him to figure out if that's enough for him or not. That's up uh. to him. Like, that's up to him, really, like, you know. Um, I mean, that's just, 
couldn't have, couldn't have said it better. Like he gotta he gotta be secure with his place. I think people don't really. I think they also don't recognize again how many rappers came through the game. How many Thousands. rappers? Yeah, like like how many rappers really came through the game, bro? Like that's that says a lot. And for you to be recognizing a top fifty, bro, that should be enough. But he's known as a found a found fundamental figure of the whole genre. Facts. Like and, I mean, and, that's just that's a fact. Like he it just is. He just is. So it's like he like like that article say like he that got to be enough for him. Like he you know. And it's all and and truth be told, also. You have to be secure in your place because at the end of the day, the reality is it's not always about who did it first. It's who did it the best. That's a reality here. Everybody who did something first is not necessarily the best. I don't discount you. You could have, you could be in some occasions It's rare that you could have been the first and the best to do it. But in most cases, it's somebody who come along afterwards who did it better than you. That's just the game. That's what anything. All I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, is basketball is at least forty years old before Jordan came in the league. So he came in eighty four. Eighty four basketball been around at least what? Oh, let me figure out. Let me. When was basketball created? <laughs> let's let's just Google that. I got the MacBook right here. Let's just Google this real quick. Eighteen ninety one. When basketball was first eighteen ninety one when basketball was first created. You dig? And the GOAT the GOAT didn't come into creation until until the professional basketball league until nineteen eighty four. So that says enough. And we already we and to not for nothing, niggas thought they already seen some of the greatest basketball players they ever seen before then. You still had Kareem, niggas still was champion Wilt. You had Larry. Larry Bird was in the league before Jordan. It magic. was a lot. It was it magic. It was already a plethora of talent in the league. Doctor J, like it was already people in the league before Jordan came. It's not like he just came and hey, I'm here. Like even when he came, he still had his growing pains. So, you know, facts. And I look at it like this. Cause my my thing is, it's room for everybody to grow. It's room for everybody to get appreciated. If you're that confident and you know that your shit is that good, because my whole thing is like, what what type of narrative are you trying to paint? You trying to change somebody's idea, somebody else, because of how you feel. To me, right. that shit whack. Because uh, that, like, I always tell things. I ain't trying to change your mind about nothing. Have your opinion, but bro, we don't got to tell lies. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't ever hear some nigga talking about Buster Rhymes is beating Jay-Z in a versus, bro. Like, no, we're not doing that. And I love Buster, but no. No, man, no. It's levels for a reason, bro. And I think we. this goes back to this time that I feel like we in where everybody feel, everybody was just good. And it's not saying Buster's not good. Everybody just the top. No, bro. There was always levels for a reason because that's just how this shit. Everybody wasn't Michael Jackson. Everybody wasn't Prince. Everybody wasn't Whitney Houston. Everybody wasn't Mariah Carey, Mary J. Blige. That there was levels for a reason. That don't mean you wasn't good. You just wasn't as good as them. That's just how it is. Everybody is placed at a certain level for a reason, bro. Hey, Melly Mel nasty for saying that. <laughs> let's, talk, let's, talk, let's talk about Shaka Khan, bro. 
Shaka Khan was on that hating shit. And you know what's so crazy? I had to get reminded. I had to get reminded. This shit oh, my bad, y'all. This uh, I had to get reminded about that Kanye shit. I, I forgot that initially she wasn't fucking with that through the wire sample, bro. Oh, she didn't want to write that shit off. She didn't want to sign off on that sample. They had they had to fight for that. That shit was crazy. Then when I seen her, first, she, she wasn't buying that shit at all. They had to the boy had to like beg her to sign off for that shit. Bruh, then then I'm listening to her recent comments about Mary and Mariah and all. I'm like, oh, Shaka really is a hater. What she say about them? Oh, I saw was... I saw Artemis Gordon post about Shaka Khan, but I didn't know where that was coming from. So if she she said some shit about Mary and, and who else? She didn't like how she did uh what's that song that Mary got on my life? Uh I will love you anyway, even if you cannot stay. That's all. Oh, oh, good luck. She, she said she sweet fucked thing, that sweet up. Thing. She said she fucked that song up. No, she didn't. She did say that. She said Mariah Carey, she she only got placed out of she said that must be Payola. She said, I think she said Ariana Grande ain't really correct. You could correct me if I'm wrong. I think she uh was speaking on Ariana Grande when she said something about she ain't she can't sing or some shit like that. Yeah, bro, Shaka was going in. She has apologized since now. But yeah, Shaka's a hater, bro. She's a real hater. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm bringing that up now. Shaka Khan. <laughs> I didn't know she was going in. Shaka Khan apologizes after shading Mary J. Blige, Adele, and Mariah Carey. I took the bait. That's crazy. That was, yeah, that's what it was, Adele. Yep. Said she can't really sing like that. That's cat because I'm not even a um uh a fan of hers, and I know she can sing. Yeah, that, that Mary J. Blige one, that one was nasty. That one was nasty. I'm like, damn, how you just gonna shit on sweet thing like that? Both of y'all did y'all thing on that record, bro. Yeah, bro. Shaka Khan was shitting on them. Shaka Khan did not need to upset anyone when she slammed Rolling Stones' 200 greatest singers of all time list. The legendary vocalist took their Instagram to share a sincere apology. Recently, I was asked about a list of the greatest singers of all time. Instead of questioning the need for such a list, I was pitted against other artists and I took the bait. As artists, we are unfairly put into boxes, categories, or on lists. It was not my intention to cause pain or upset anyone. To anyone that felt this was this way, I sincerely apologize. Shaka full of shit. She lying. Ain't nobody pitch you against nobody, bro. You said those shit's unwarranted, bro. Like, come on, man. I told wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, I found wait. <laughs> oh, Sweet Thing was introduced to Shaka Khan in 1975 during her time with the band Rufus. And after Mary J. Mary J. Black put her spin on it in 92, rumors were afloat that Shaka Khan often called Sweet Thing the Mary J the song that Mary J. Blige fucked up. <laughs> the pair the pair minute their relationship in 2007 and recorded a song called Disrespectful. I remember that song. I told Mary J. Blige she fucked up, Shaka Khan said. Wow. <laughs> Damn bro, what the hell? What the hell, bro? What's all those hating said, man? Disrespectful. And like I said, Shaka, you are a legend. You are one of the greatest of all time, vocalists, performers, all of that. But Mary J. Blige, 
that's that's a different that's a different animal right there. I'm just being real. That's 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 just a different. It's it's, it's levels, man. It's levels, and that don't take Mary, away from Mary. Mary might be top three all time. Bro, listen, you talking about her impact alone, the music that she came out. No, she came out the gates with three straight classics. That's what I'm saying. She might be top three all time, bro. Like, like what we as doing? far as female, female R&B artists, I think she's like top three. Like, might no, be top two. What's the 411? My life, share my world. Then you can probably argue for Mary in 99. Like, what are we doing, bro? Her 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 discography is flawless, low key. Like, stop it! And then she was able <laughs> adapt, she was able to adapt with the times, bro. She never she never she never felt that she was never out of place. She always pivoted. Bro, Mary still had a banger in 05. That was one yeah. of the big. And on top of not only she still had a banger in 05, with Mariah Carey arguably dropping her best album that year too. Yeah, they were. Battling for position with those two records. What was what was Mary's record? What was that? What was the name of that song, man? You know what and I'm talking about. Be, be without you. Be without you. Yes. And, but you have a ride with her shit. It was like, oh shit. Mary still coming with heavy hitters, like off of a so decade. Hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna just shoot some shit off from 2000 up to 2005. So off top, she had no more drama. 01, family right. affair. 01. Um. Rainy days from old one. Rainy days old one. The one in two thousand five. Um, enough crying two thousand five. Take me as I am two thousand five. Going crazy. Just going crazy. That's just two thousand five. Be without you two thousand five. Just fine two thousand seven. That's a that's a big hit for her. That's a big. Um, hit. That's a big hit. That's a big hit. <laughs> Wait, wait, I'm going to just go through, because it got her top, it got like top 20 songs. Like, I'm going to just read one side of that shit. So Family Affair, Real Love, I Can Love You, I'm Going Down, Everything, in 1997, uh, Take Me As I Am, It's All Love, Don't Mind, Just Sing, that's 2020, that's another hit she got. Love No Limit, come on, bro, Sweet Thing, Share My World 97, Love Is All We Need, like, come on, bro, like, come on, bro. I'm like, come on, bro. It's different. It's different. It's different. It's different. <laughs> she, she got a she got a title wave for niggas, bro. Yes. Yeah. Not gonna cry. We even said not gonna cry. Oh we didn't even say not gonna cry. Uh we already like, know what on, that, bro. We already know what that did for a certain soundtrack. We already, know, we already know what that did for a certain soundtrack. You still got you still got uh you still got uh be happy, my life. You remind me. Come on, bro. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, shock. I don't know what shock was off for, bro. That shit is ridiculous. Like, and man, then, he got a clip. <laughs> yeah, she got a clip, bro. She, who's who's standing across that? Even though she said she ain't gonna do no verses because it ain't enough money, but uh, nobody. <laughs> she, she said straight up. She said straight up. She said straight up. Swiss and Timberland got a check for her. <laughs> yeah, that's, but um, it's like no man, you got to. When it comes to somebody like Shaka Khan and Mary J. Blige, them two should be like on the best of terms. You see what I'm saying? Word. There should be no, no hate on either side. Like, you like how we way. saw, like how we saw Jordan embracing all the niggas after him at the 75th. That's how Shaka Khan should be with with the singers after her. Facts. It's the like only the person most- that see. 
Like, of course, we saw Jordan still got issue with uh, Magic Johnson, but that's still love too. Yeah, but it's like, who? What? Where is there the game when you're doing that? Because yes, you did pay way for the Mary J. Blige, the Mariah Carey's, and you know the the plant uh, SWVs and all the other groups of uh, female artists. But it's like, if anything, y'all should be like on the best of pages, in my opinion, especially when it comes to the R&B tip, because not for nothing, y'all can still be singing way, way late into your 60s, 70s. Like, Aretha Franklin was still singing, you know, before she passed, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know. If, if, if Smokey Robinson's still moving around, I just seen a video of Smokey Robinson putting on a show for some, for some older ladies at a show. If Smokey Robinson still can move around, there's no reason why Shaka Khan still Shaka Khan still can't be moving around getting her papers. That's just That's a fact. A, I don't understand it, bro. I, I ain't seeing no hating. Uh, I, I'm not really understanding the hating. I really not understanding that shit, bro. To be honest, yeah, it's, it's confusing to me. I don't, I don't get it because it's, it's unnecessary. It's un. I, I don't get it. You had to flip. You got to flip your camera. You, you, you sideways. Oh. <laughs> I had to try uh, to let my oh. phone charge. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I, I got, got it. I got uh, it. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, I, I I forgot I forgot about that shit happening, bro. Shaka Khan was definitely she was definitely out of pocket, bro. I I wasn't fucking with that because at the end of the day, that's I, nasty. I look at it like this: if if you're willing to do that, how can you expect somebody years down the line to respect what you really got going on? That's a fact. Somebody can come back and say, oh, what, what the fuck I got to care about, you know, uh, Shaka Khan. You know what I'm saying? Like, it shouldn't it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like that. So we got some other that's been brewing in the music world. We got Hitmaker versus Young. Uh, hit, Hitmaker versus Hitboy, man. Right. So Hitmaker. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh, Hitmaker came out. I'm tripping today, y'all. My bad. Uh. Hitmaker was the one who came out first and made some comments, right? Yeah, Hit Boy. I mean, Hitmaker was on uh, Hot 97 with Ebro and Jim Jones. They was promoting uh, Jim Jones and Hit Boy new album back in my prime. And um, I think one of the dudes up there had mistaken his name for Hit Boy. And he was like, nah, I'm Hitmaker. I'm the one that got the more, most songs on the radio right now. And niggas was like, huh? damn, what? Like, huh? <laughs> Niggas was like, damn, wait, what? <laughs> they was like, damn, why you feel like that? He was like, nah, that's all I love, but he know what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm on the radio more. Blah, blah, blah. And, uh, I mean, like, he empowered to feel like that. He Whatever he's doing right now, got him on the radio. He's doing good things over at Atlantic. He the, uh, he the president of a over there. He's been the president over there for a few years now. Um, I don't know, man. What you, what you think about this shit, man? Because... I mean, because immediately when Hit Boy heard the shit, he got in the he got in the booth. He got in the booth and he dropped that track that he just got out with uh for Alchemist right now. That shit fire. Um, mm -hmm. I don't. What you what you think about this shit, man? <laughs> I don't think I don't think Hitmaker trying to rap. I don't think he's trying to rap with him. But you came at that man first, so I don't see why you don't want to step in the ring. I mean, that Hit Boy ain't do the internet shit. That man got in the booth. You know what I'm saying? Like we always talk about this. And then you get in the, you talk, you say something about somebody, they get in the booth. If you don't Facts. get in that booth, I mean, 
what was what was what, what was the shots for? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and hit make it hit make it he's he's very successful in his own right like i was you know you can feel how you feel about him or whatever he's he's uh he's accredited within his own right but like it's the rules are still the rules you know if you speak on somebody and that man ain't hopping the booth i mean you gotta match that energy that's how I feel. I agree with you. I, I think we need to get a. Tr- I think we need to get a record from him, but I don't think we're gonna get a record from him. And he's gonna let that shit die down. He probably gonna be on some shit like, "Oh, I just produced this. I just made this. Where where your records at?" So, like, nigga, I gave he, you a whole. What, that's what he tried. He tried to play because he went on his Instagram. He went oh, he said- so, all right. So yeah, Rory Rory had posted that the clip of that that I- verse before Alchemist and him dropped that song. So I saw I saw what he was trying to do. So when Roy tweeted it, he quote tweeted, it was like, Roy, you are you a culture vulture, yeah. all this other shit. And I'm like, bro, like, you was on them boys' show. Like, if he said the culture vulture, why was you on Roy on my podcast? But anyways, he, he was like, yeah, you you a culture vulture. I'm a, I got something for all that. So he went on his Instagram. He was like, um, he basically was like, he tried to leak a text message. I guess him, him and Hitboy was messaging a while back about linking up or something. And he was like, yo, like you, you, you want to get with the wave. You talking about niggas on your wave. And he was like, basically all it was was like, you know, niggas trying to link up. Like that's all it was. If you read the message, that's all I mean, it wasn't like Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah, like it wasn't it wasn't like some detrimental shit to hit boy. Like it was it just looked like niggas was about to link up. Like that's all it looked like to me. And I guess it was, I think Hit Boy real name Quincy or some shit. He was like Quincy, like just saying his name. I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Where the music at? Yeah. I don't think we'll get a record from him though. No, um, we're not getting no no record from him. Which so is hit, crazy because he 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 came out he came out rapping. Yeah, Hit Boy, that shit was fire too. That shit was fire. Yeah. I fuck- that shit sound good. Hip boy gonna rap now. He that's one thing I will say. He gonna rap and he gonna produce. So, I mean, yeah, man, you take shots at niggas, man. You gotta be able to stand on your square, man. Yeah, I mean, cause even when um at that interview for the Hot ninety seven, Ebro was like, "Well, shit, if y'all, if, he was like, um, if you don't get in the booth, why don't y'all do a versus?" And niggas was like, "Oh, okay, like that would make sense. Like, re- revamp the verses with them too. That would be fine. <laughs> that would be fine." That would be fine. Like, what if what if Hip Boy be like, you know, fuck it, let's cook up, like let's cook up a fresh beat right now. Who make the make the, the what if they run through their songs and the Hit Boy like let's let's cook up, let's do a live cook up right now. I think he'll that get would be fire. That would be fire. That'll be fire though. That'll be fire. As far as making a beat on spot, I think Hit Boy get him out of there. You think so? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on the spot, I think so. Yeah. But I mean, as far I've been as looking up, I've been looking up Hit Boy in the studio like this weekend because I wanted to really like see what bro he he can do some cook up. But I don't. I agree. So I think Hit Boy get him out of there. Like off the top, like I don't know. Like when it comes to that NPC, Hit Boy different. And I, now if they do it on the versus stage and they just running through, they produce shit. Yeah, that's gonna be a closer battle than what people think. Yeah, it's gonna be a close battle. I honestly wouldn't pick nobody. No, nah, I'm just I'm just gonna watch that shit honestly. I, 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 oh, go ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead. I, I just I, I'd be I'd be entertained. Like that'd be a good that'd be a good version, especially if they're gonna bring it back with them too. That'd be fire. 
Bro, listen, I'm like 0 for 4 on my last versus pick, so I ain't picking shit. <laughs> and the biggest one, and Mario and Omario on one? Oh, my God. I was hey, dead. For- a lot of people thought that Omario was going to cook, and he he did not he did not do what he was supposed to do. You talk about a wash? Man, that nigga got cleaned up that night, bro. That was the last verses we had, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that was one of the last ones. That man Mario that took like that man Mario took like three. He took like three victory laps on this man. Hey, listen, when they did the first song, right? I was like, all right, like yeah. Mario <laughs> came. It was that second round. I was like, all right, bro, like. I ain't know Mario had that in the tuck now. Don't start bullshit. And niggas want to pull out watermelons and shit. I'm like, oh man, this hey, Mario Mario's like, this what this what we condone it? <laughs> this nigga's eating watermelon, yo. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know what a Mario had going on, man. He just I don't know, brother. Nah, man, listen, dog. Listen, I'm not picking no more versus if that shit is a comeback. Do you think we've seen the end of that though? Because I, now that you say that, Hitmaker and Hitmaker and Hitboy would be a great reintroduction to versus, bro. But you think that shit over? Fired. You think that shit uh, over? I think that shit over because them niggas been saying they was gonna bring that shit back and we ain't seen nothing. We ain't seen nothing, man. Them dudes, I honestly feel like, and I could be wrong. I feel like they fucked it up when they got when they took when they got that money and they tried when the news came out and they was like, oh no, we ain't sold nothing. Like they they fucked some shit up, bro. The trailer deal fucked everything up. It fucked everything. That trailer deal fucked everything up. If you know what I'm saying, it's been the same since then. It slowly it was like, all right, versus was like this. Continue going up, continue going up. It even plateaued, but it was still up. That trailer deal came and they was like, oh, we gotta pay for this low budget ass app. Pew. Down immediately. They should have kept that shit on Apple. I mean, Instagram. You on Apple. You on Apple already. You know what's so crazy? If people couldn't watch it, they could have listened to it on Apple Radio. They had an actual verse for that shit. Because I remember it was a live stream. It was a live stream. When I was at work a couple of times for the verses, I was able to listen to that shit on versus radio on, on Apple Radio. Yeah. Yeah. So like I don't you know. already, you already with Apple, they got the infrastructure for that shit already. Like you with the trailer, like you y'all they, sold out. They 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 definitely sacrificed quality with that trailer shit, bro. Yeah, they sacrificed the quality with that trailer shit, and it's like nothing them niggas can say about that shit. Honestly, I mean they know, but it was good for for the time to last. But hey, man, hit maker, man, you gotta get in the, you gotta get in the booth, man. You, if you if you cashing checks, if you writing checks, you gotta cash. Nigga like checks, Hitboy. Man. That's one thing I will say. No, and the facts. thing about it, like, and if you don't, worry, it, we all know what happens with checks. The thing about it, like, he Hitboy was Hitboy was naming a, a few other producers. Like, it wasn't just him. Like, <laughs> he was in his bag. Hey man, he's like as far as his generation, bro. He he's gonna get recognized. Like I look at Hit Boy like how I used to look at Just Blaze in them. Whoa, like, right. yeah, he definitely definitely in that tier. He in that tier. He like as far as this era, bro. Like he's really tapped into a lot of different shit. He's done Beyonce records. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, he worked on Watch the Throne. Like, it's really, like, Hit Boy is very, very fucking talented, and he, he can stamp his, like, he can stamp himself in this era, bro. I, I think he's far from done. I think he's still in his peak, to be honest. Yeah. Look what he did yeah, with Nas. Was, shit, he was talking crazy in that verse. He was like, shit, I, I'm, in, I'm in everybody lane. That's <laughs> he fast. said look, that. He said, look, look how he <laughs> He kind of revived Nas post that Kanye album. Yeah, that's more Nas. Like talk about adapting with the times, but still being true to your element. King's Disease is Nas, bro. Like they got, they got a grand, they got a grand out that series. And that's the thing. Like sometimes two great people don't need to come together. Kanye and Nas is great, but for what Kanye was at his time and that sound, that wasn't messing with Nas, bro. So then when King's Disease came out, I'm like, bro, this is this is what Nas would sound like in 2020 with this type of production, bro. This is what, this, yeah, this is what you needed. That was a big bounce back. So, yeah, Hit Boys in a lot of motherfuckers lane, man. That shit was funny to see sweet though. All Hit, all hit Nigga had to do was get in the book. Did you hear that? Hit Boy just produced the whole album for Music Soul Child, too. I did not hear that. That, that came out this week, too. Okay, I got to check that out. I gotta yeah. check that out. I ain't seen that. I ain't seen that. He been kind of quiet lately. Too. It's an R and B album. He has an R and B album. Because if it's rap, I'm not. No, you're not. Yeah, I, I, I never want to hear music soul child rap. Try to do that shit. You remember that shit? Yes. No, I remember that shit. I remember that shit. That shit didn't last either. I think he got back to singing quick. He got a he got a whole new alias. He got a whole new alias too, bro. That shit was crazy. I was like, no, nah, man, music, music out here and try to be no rapper, man. No, that's just that's just not flying, bro. We're not doing that. Sorry. Six yeah. year element. Everything ain't for everybody, bro. Everything is not for everybody. So we got some uh we got some unfortunate news, man. Um, this is a wild story. So apparently four people from South Carolina got kidnapped um in Mexico. Two of them were killed. They got caught up in a in a Mexican cartel versus another cartel beef. They ended up getting kidnapped. Two of them got killed because uh, I, they was initially on their way to a trip to get for somebody to have surgery done. Actually, yeah, it BB was uh, it was it was three three men, one woman, one one female. Uh, allegedly, the female they rolled with her to get her. She was getting uh, a BBL surgery, and they. From what for what's been coming out, they got mistaken as Haitian drug smugglers, uh, leading to all of them getting arrested. I mean, kidnapped, and two of them ended up dying. Um, I don't know, man. Shit, unfortunate, bro. Like that just shit crazy. That shit crazy as hell. And they had the video. Like, did you see the video? I just I see the video when it was getting put on the back of the truck. Yeah, yeah. That's all I saw. That's all I saw. Uh, I, I don't know, man. That shit just uh, that shit. That shit was like, damn, man. Like nobody is thinking about doing that shit. Like as far as having that on their mind to worry about when they go into another country, and for you to get kidnapped, killed, two of them get killed. I think two of them got killed. One severely injured. The other one was like they was alive. They didn't really get too many injuries. And it's like, man, that shit is on. All I got to say is, man, y'all be safe, man. Please be safe. Yeah, man. Um, and be mindful. You know, of, crazy. No, go ahead. 
could be wild as hell, man. You gotta be mindful of what area you're going to. They don't give a yeah, fuck man. about you. Yeah, you gotta do your research before you go over, over these places, man. Like shit just crazy, man. You don't know exactly like what they're going through over there or what's going on. You just gotta do your research and even when you get over there, still move very cautiously, bro. Very cautiously. Cause you know, not for nothing, man, all four of them fools be able to come back home no matter what they had, what they was going through or you know, what people think they was doing. Like they should have been able to come home and um you know, two of them ain't make it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, they're from South Carolina, and, you know, South Carolina, you know, social media for South Carolina is so small, like, you know, we on Facebook, you know, you you already know that you're going to see somebody talking about somebody who, who know them, like, you know, yeah. personally, so it's like, you know, it's just it's just sad seeing people, you know, have to, have to you know, bury their loved ones or whatever, just off a, off a trip, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's unfortunate. I just want everybody who I know travel, just please be safe, man. Just, it's because the main priority is to make it back home, man. Make it, have a good time, but you also got to get back home, too. And it's like, you also got to be mindful of what area you're going to when you go to these countries, man. Like, be mindful of what roads you taking, like, who you, who you traveling. It's just a whole bunch of factors that factor in that. A lot of people, like, mentally would put in the back of their mind because they, their main focus is to go there, just handle their business or just have a good time. But, yeah, man, this it, yeah. it was just a story, bro. Like, that was just wild. I remember just seeing that shit on the TV. Everybody was talking about it. I'm like, they got kidnapped. Like, why they get kidnapped? And I, I didn't even know they got mistaken for drug smugglers. I didn't know that. Yeah, for I, that's that's what I read. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know if that even came from like somebody over there, but that's what they was trying to like theorize. Like, you know, they might have got mistaken for a drug smuggler from somewhere else, or you know, something. But you know, like like you said, man, just an unfortunate situation, man. And, you know, just gotta be careful when you're traveling to these other places, man. Like, you know, we always say, you know, it's it's fucked up here, but you know, it's it's way fucked up other places, bro. So. You gotta, you just gotta be very, very careful, dog. <laughs> you gotta be very, very careful. I mean, but condolences and R.I.P. to them, and you know all the, all the loved ones that was uh, that was affected by that. I, I wish that on nobody, man. So did, you, yeah, did you get a chance to see uh Chris Rock stand up? Yeah, I watched it. Uh, I watched it last week when it came out. So what what you think? I haven't watched that shit. I don't plan on watching it. So what what you think about this shit? Cause I I got a I got a whole my whole own theory about this whole rollout and everything. Uh, I mean, all right. So on one on one hand, I ain't mad at him, you know, breaking his silence and getting a bag for it or whatnot. But you know, I never, you know, as a, when I was younger, when I was younger, like watching like his his old HBO stand-ups, you know, when you're younger, like, you just, you're just watching it for a funny moment. You're not watching it from, like, different lenses, so to say. So I don't really yeah. love life yet. So as I got older, um, like, his stand-up now, like, he got he got classic movies. Like, I ain't gonna take away his movies. Like, he, he get busy on some of his movies. He got Everybody Hates Chris, that classic TV series. I'll never take that from him. I never really was a fan of Chris Rock's stand-up comedy. 
I never really was a fan of his spiel. Like, you know, we got to be on our best behavior around white people. We got to, you know, you got, even back then, like on like, you know, uh, Blacker Than Black or whatever, like his whole thing was, you got black people and you got niggas. Like he always like was digging for shit like that. I never really was a fan of that type of comedy. I felt like it was kind of uh, coonish. To so to say, like I never was a I never was a fan. I'm not a fan of that type of that that brand of comedy. And he kind of wrapped it up on that same note. Like you know, he should have. I think the last thing he said before he dropped the mic was, you know, you're not supposed to fight like that in front of white people. Then he dropped the mic, and I was like, that's the same shit you kind of been on. I heard the joke was. I heard the joke was. Uh, people be asking me why I didn't fight Will Smith. He said because I was taught not to. Fight in front of white people and drop the mic. That's what it was. That's exactly what he. That's exactly what he said. And I'm like, bro, like I'm not with this whole respectability politic comedy, bro. Like that shit is corny, bro. Like you in the day, bro. You still got stole off on, and he tried. And he made. He tried to make it funny. He was like, well, you know, not for nothing. You had an interview with the same person that cheated on you, and you know everybody else was tripping off you, but you wait until. Somebody that you know you can beat, you wait till somebody you know you can beat up, say something to slap them. That's some bitch shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, you waited this long for that? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, here's right, the thing. Man, like, Here, here's my thing because Chris Rock right. got a, he got a stand up from like, I think 2018 or 19 that was pretty hilarious. I can't even front. That's when he was on the whole thing about, uh, you know, uh, Men don't get love like women and babies and all that other shit. I can't remember. He was cooking. Of- he was cooking on that one. He was cooking on that one. On that one, and I had my own personal views on Chris Rock, especially with that whole Louis C.K. shit and Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. When I- yeah, yeah. To me, I didn't want to watch the Santa because of what was going to be the theme, and I knew the theme was going to be surrounded around Will. The moment that shit happened, it has it already been a year. Yeah, it's been a year. That was at the Oscars last year? The Oscars tonight. So, yeah, it's been a year. <laughs> Bro, I thought that shit was honestly like November, December for some reason. I cannot believe nope. it's already a year since that shit happened, bro. <laughs> yep. The, the Oscars are tonight, as a matter of fact. So, yeah. That's crazy. That was a year ago. So, anyway, um, I didn't want to give that shit no attention. Like, it's like, bro, like, you had all this time, but something told me that when that shit happened, Chris was going to make a money play off that shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's what he did. And, you know, not for nothing, like I said, I ain't mad at that. If you want to wait till this time, and niggas want to give you a bag to speak on it, go for it. But it got to be funny, bro. This shit really wasn't that funny to me. Like, it was cool. Like, it was some, it was some cool points to it, but... Like I said, he always he gonna get right back into the whole like the niggas versus black people shit. And that shit is corny to me. Like I never was a fan of that. Like that. Comedy. Gotta be. We gotta act a certain way in front of white people. Nah, dog. Like that shit. That shit. I ain't really with that shit to be honest. Yeah. I and I I don't know, man. That nigga. That nigga just. I I just ain't got no more. I ain't got no more burn for that shit to be honest. <laughs> got no more. I don't really plan on watching it, but I did see people get all supports about it. I did some people talk about, all right, now nah, I understand that y'all already fuck Chris Rob, but that nigga do got some funny shit now. We ain't doing that. And I agree. Oh, yeah, like, I saw, I, like, like we said earlier, niggas trying to rewrite shit. Like, I would never rewrite Chris Rock. Chris Rock got Tang, head of state. Uh, he got some movies. He got movies. CB4. Like, I think I'm my wife. 
I think I hit my wife. That's a classic. Like I ain't gonna, you can't take nothing. You can't take that from him. But yeah. as far as his stand up go, I never was really a fan of his brand of stand up. And then like you say the the whole Louis C.K. shit, like that was disgusting. I still got that on my page. Oh, that shit wild, bro. I, I, it's crazy that Seinfeld really was the only one up there. It was like, bro, like, no, nah, it's not right. <laughs> I don't find the humor, nor do I try to seek it. That's important. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't find right. the humor, nor do I try to seek it. Like, it's crazy that he had to be the realest person up there, and he was a white man. And then Chris Rock was trying to double down on it, and I'm like, bro, like, nah, bro. It's like, oh no, we talk like this all the time. He was like. Okay, like, am I that supposed to mean something to me? Like, no, like, I don't get down. And I can tell with Chris, well, I mean, with uh, with Jerry, it was genuine because he he kind of always carried himself like that. I can tell he never was the one to try to force, like, oh yeah, I'm down. No, he honestly, I truly believe Jerry Seinfeld really feels like that. Yeah, because Jerry, Jerry, for the most part, Jerry just been in his own lane. Like he ain't never really, you know, got out of pocket with nobody. The only person that really got out of pocket on Seinfeld was uh. Was Kramer. Kramer, yeah. Kramer, Kramer got dealt with, so you know it is what it is. But like you said, like, yeah, Jerry, Jerry always been in his own lane. Like he ain't never really did nothing out of pocket or nothing like that. Nah, and that nigga Jerry was just always, I mean, even when you look at his run, like you remember, you remember when Wally put his skit on uh More About Nothing when he had the when he had the conversation in, and it was talking about like how the shows and he's like bro i was like number one for seven like seven six straight years like he's a different between he said something about like how it's different between um like being, being canceled and being number one so like as far as like being outspoken that's really one of the moments that i only remember jerry seinfeld being like outspoken like when seinfeld was coming to an end he just had to reestablish order really that's all i really yeah. was <laughs> that shit was crazy bro i can't believe that actually i can't remember i, I actually can't believe that mixtape came out 13 years ago It'll be thirteen years. In, it'll be thirteen years in August. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, that nigga Tiger Woods. Speaking of that nigga Tiger Woods, changed the locks. Changed the locks on Shorty in it. No, he told her. He told her he was gonna. Uh, he was flying back somewhere. Some shit like that. He ended up changing the locks or some shit. Yeah. Um. Uh, hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me pull it up because. Yeah, we gotta talk uh, about that. Wow. I yeah, said, oh, yeah, I gotta... Let me pull this up, man. So this the this is the latest article. Tiger Woods says, Me and my ex had no oral deal. She had no right to live in my house. <laughs> uh Tiger Woods has fired back at his ex-girlfriend, disputing her claim. He had an oral agreement to let her live in his house and essentially support her for years. And would have shaped him to be a, na- a hyper nasty thirty million dollar suit. Tiger's lawyers are challenging Erica Herman, who claimed in her lawsuit Tiger promised to support her and let her live in his in, her, in his house for at least five more years in return for services. "Quote she did not specify." End quote. This before he broke up with her a few months back. <laughs> According to legal docs, Tiger's lawyers. During their relationship, Mr. Woods invited Ms. Herman to live with him as a guest in the residence. Mr. Woods never negotiated an oral tenancy agreement with Ms. Herman, nor was there ever a written tenancy agreement between Mr. Woods or the trust on the hand. And Ms. Herman, on the other hand, 
Mr. Woods never transferred to Ms. Herman any ownership interest or 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 any rights of possession to the residence. So I don't know, man. So yeah, apparently she came back to the crib and the, the locks was changed, or she she felt away. She's trying to take this man to court for 30 M's. But that man probably told you like your time is up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> That shit, I don't know, wow. bro. That shit, wow, bro. I don't, I, uh, I don't know. Man. And you know, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy. Tiger made her sign an NDA, and she's challenging the, the the NDA as a separate legal action. How can she do that yeah. if she's? Yeah, you know, you 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 know these bras find all type of loopholes when they want to get you, man. Hey. That nigga Tiger's hilarious. So you know when this shit happened, they bought out them texts from 08, 09, right? This is Tiger. <laughs> About horny levels? That this is Tiger. <laughs> Tiger said, man, fuck them military people. They'll be all right. Word. Come through. When you use, when you use cock as a black man, you a different you type of you super horny. You a horny. You a horny man. <laughs> and the shit different because you know back then text messaging was different. So that shit, it, you had to be sending them texts like I was like, oh shit, this nigga really was firing them shits back to back. This wasn't like no thread now. Like the shit was different then. I was like, oh no, this nigga Tiger was wilding, bro. Because how many Tiger women? Was... You remember how many women it was? It been like five bras, bro. I thought it was like 10, 15 in them. It might it might have been, because you gotta think he was still married then. He was just about to get a divorce. Here's the thing though. I really didn't like how that shit went down with Tiger because essentially this nigga was getting canceled for cheating. You remember yeah. that shit? Oh yeah, I remember because Pete Pete now I was working at Nike then, right? You know, we had a big Tiger was more on the side of the building. So that shit went down like that week, right? I remember pulling up the next week, Monday to work. These niggas taking Tiger Woods off the side of the off the side of the building. I'm like, bro, wait, what's going on? Like, oh, they was like, we ain't dropping Tiger. Like, I remember we had a meeting. We I asked about like, yo, why we take Tiger Woods off the side of the building? But we took Tiger Woods off and they put Kobe up. So I was like, all right, cool. So I was like, damn, why y'all take Tiger Woods? We was like, uh, we just taking it down to you know. A lot of the legal stuff died down or whatnot. We still we still stand with him as a he's still a Nike athlete, but you know, we just taking him down. We don't wanna um we don't wanna give any customers no, no wrong idea. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like you, bro, all Tiger did was cheat on his wife. That's all he he ain't killed nobody. That whole shit was nasty, bro. That whole shit was fucking nasty. I didn't like how that shit because when the old boy announced it was just a man that was and they made it seem like the wife was just going through so much turmoil. And I'm like, bro, listen, I understand it's not right to get cheated on, but y'all acting like he killed motherfuckers, bro. And the only reason why he got caught, the only reason why he got caught is because he crashed his car. Yeah, and, and his, his, his wife went in the phone. And that's the only reason why he got caught. I remember that shit. He fucked that car up. I remember that shit, too. He almost died. He almost died in. He almost died in that shit, bro. I, the voicemails... Yeah. Oh my God, Tiger was wilding on the voicemail. They said, "Uh, yeah, my wife went through my phone. Can you please, can you please delete this?" <laughs> you gotta think. You gotta think. Tiger was high on pain meds then, so he ain't really been here. 
scheme in here, bro. You got to think Tiger broke his back. He broke a leg. Like, Tiger was hurt. He was fucked up, bro. Yeah, you got to think that. That was 2009. He, he didn't come back to golf until, like, 2012, almost 2013. Remember that? On top of dealing with that scandal. Remember he had the whole yeah. press conference? He had the whole... Hey, Wale was a sick nigga for putting that shit on his mixtape, but it, it was prevalent. <laughs> It lined up with the theme, but I get it. He put the press conference on there. He put the voicemail on there. That voicemail is still sick. But you know when he when he bought that mixtape back out, the voicemails is not on that shit. Yeah. It's not yeah. on there. I didn't know he had to get that shit cleared or not, but yeah, that shit was wild. That nigga Tiger was wild. And this nigga told him, you have no reason to be up in Hey, I get it, though, bro. Like, I get it. Like, if y'all not married, ain't no reason to think that you had access to that man's house, bro. Like, what are we doing? That's crazy. Like, I mean, what do you, what do you, what else do you want? Like, it's, it's entitlement, man. It's something, you know, we could go in on that, but you know, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> like, you ain't, you ain't been swinging that, you ain't been swinging them golf clubs with this man. Like, so how do you think you're just entitled to a whole house? Like, that'd be oh. the shit for me. Like, what, what, what was you even this man caddy? Like, what, what, what are you doing? Like, we not doing that shit, bro. We not. We not doing that shit, man. So, um, John Morant won't, won't be charged by Colorado police. Uh, you know they they concluded their investigation, found out there was nothing they could find to charge him with. So, um, I'm interested to see how the NBA investigates this whole plane situation that they find out. But my whole thing is this: um, if the NBA is not able to find nothing, and Colorado is not charging him with nothing, I mean he shouldn't be. Suspended for any significant time. Um, I think he right. is still games, but I think that's just due to what him and the Grizzlies got going on at the moment. But as far as any disciplinary action, I don't think there should be any disciplinary action. I do believe that yeah. he should he should take this very seriously though, because essentially you're getting off. So oh, he he definitely get off. Like when I when I read that shit where it said Glendale County would not charge would not file any charges. I was like, this nigga is blessed because, like, we talked about this shit last week, bro. Like, he was this close away from putting a major stain on his resume, bro. And it's like, and listen, you know, unnecessary time, Possibly unnecessary miss time, missing a lot of time, missing playoff time, missing, you know. I just, I'm, I'm thankful that he, you know, was able to, you know, skin on by, but. Yeah, he really, he really need to take this time and, and tighten, get his act together. Like tighten up, man. Um, I don't see the problem with him being in the strip club. I saw that the strip club had leaked um a screenshot to TMZ. That I thought that was whack. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, got a quote. They leaked. Got a quote from the owner talking about yeah, he was. Very well, man. Very well behaved. You know, would love to see him again. I, I would think so. If the if the whole picture is nothing but money on the floor, it's nothing. It's nothing but ones with y'all leak. Y'all leak that man from a security camera. Like, and shout out Darius. Shout out my dog Darius. I'm pretty sure you listen to this too because he was like, man, that nigga posted that shit on Instagram live, and I'm like, well, that's the difference between him posting it on his personal social media and y'all being a professional business. Like, y'all a strip club at the end of the day, but. Y'all still have a level of professionalism to maintain, and y'all going to leak that, knowing the context of what's going on with him right now. But Facts. then y'all try to clean, y'all try to clean it up and say he was so well mannered and shit like that. 
Like, bro, like that shit still was wrong. And that let me know, like, I mean, if y'all would leak some shit by the customer, what y'all doing to the girls that work there? Agree. Agree, bro. Like that shit, <laughs> to me, that shit just wow. I don't get it. I don't get it to be real. I, I don't see the necessary, I don't see no reason why they did it. What was the reasoning behind it? I just personally, I don't, I don't get it. Um, that's it was, it was, it was distasteful to do that. Yeah, that's typically what somebody does when they go to a strip club. They probably go get a private dance. They, if he spent 50000 he spent 50000 So what? Bro, there was, there was literally no, like, it was all money on the floor, on the tables, on the, like, them boys had a ball in there. I didn't even go, them boys had a ball in there, bro. I mean, but listen, that's, that's a part of it. Like, for a lot of athletes, young athletes, especially when they just hit their mass contract, a lot of them like to dibble and dabble in the strip club. That's the thing. That's what they're going to do. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as he behaves himself. What is, what is he, 23? Like, of course he's going to go to strip club. Like, Josh, 23. He'll be 24, I think, in the summer, sometime in the summer, August. But, yeah, he's still a young man, bro. Like, he'll be fine. I I, I do think he needs to take this as a, hey, bro, like, you skated. This, is, this, this, would, be, this would be a serious wake-up call because he could have lost a lot. He skated. He skated on this. So, I think next time you won't be so lucky. So, you know, That's it's good to work. Yeah, that's how it works. So it's good to see that, uh, you know, he won't get charged, you know, outside of basketball for that shit that he did. But he still should be taking this very serious. And moving forward, you know, if he's still taking time away from basketball to get his shit together. All right, cool. But from this point onward, we should not hear anything more about John Moran in incidents like this. Facts. Definitely should not. So um, I got to get in my bag real quick because, you know, my squad moved up to the number one pick in the draft. You know, nigga. <laughs> must have been listening. Hey, talk, your, talk your shit, bro. Talk your shit. Y'all lost, hey, lost DJ Moore in the process, but you know. I mean, um, I say that to say this, man. Niggas must have been listening to the whole to a lot of the fans and or myself who uttered the same sentiments. Like, bro, you got to do what you got to do to move up and, and get this quarterback of the future established, you know, over the last – Three, four years, man, we've been dibbling, dabbling with quarterbacks, uh, some undrafted guys, some veteran guys, some supposed to be it, number one draft guys. Um, it's, time, it's, it's, it's time to solidify a real a real draft pick. It's time to solidify. We missed out on the Sean Watson sweepstakes. We came out and said we didn't want Lamar Jackson. But like I said the other day, I was like, bro, our quarterback is going to be C.J. Bryce or Lamar. This is before the news. And even before that, I was saying, like, yeah. More so after that Georgia game, I was like, bro, we got to go get this man. And so when I got the news, I'm at work, right? I'll tell you how crazy. I'm at work. And I'm actually doing something at my station. And my phone is just going off in my pocket. <laughs> oh, bro, because I got everything on. I The, the group chats, I, I keep on silent because them shits be just running up crazy. Right. But then people texting me. So, like, you know, when you pull out your phone and automatically just show the names, and I'm yes. like, oh, something must have happened in the sports because I'm seeing everybody that's just associated with sports. So I go and I open the shit. Bears have just agreed. To I'm like, let's fucking go, bro. That's what the fuck I'm talking about, bro. Niggas ruled up the number one. So, you already know, we about to get CJ or Bryce over this bitch. Of course, I would like to have CJ, but if we get Bryce, we get Bryce. But... I think that Frank Wright wants C.J. Stroud. And if you look at C.J. Stroud's career, he's always been an accurate passer. He doesn't really get credit for his mobility. 
which we saw on this play versus Georgia, show great mobility versus Georgia, and making throws on a run, making great throws against the blitz, making great throws on third downs, because those are the main things that I look at. And it's like, bro, he has franchise cube written all over him. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not a, I'm not gonna let my excitement get rained down with all this clickbait like recently with, you know, possibly trading back. Hey, listen, I know what all that shit is. Anybody who follows football knows football. That's only bait for the Texans. The Texans know Bryce Young is going to be at number two. There's no need for them to trade up to number one and give up draft capital because, you know, they 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 know we want C.J. Stroud. The Panthers are not going to trade back to number three because that's Arizona. Arizona not moving up. The Colts are at number four. You're not trading with the Indianapolis Colts to move back to four, bro. You're not doing that. And you damn sure right. ain't trading. You're not trading back down to number seven with the Raiders. So all that shit is just a smoke screen. We all know that that's just a chess move to get Texans. And I seen a lot. I seen a couple because I actually went in the thread and I was looking for some Houston Texas fans to see their thoughts on this. They was like, nah, Carolina paid the seat price. They got to live with that shit. Because all the Panthers are trying. If, if this is what they're trying to do, they're trying to trick the Texans into giving them an extra second and third round pick. That's all this shit is. It's one right. spot. It's one spot. So if I'm the Texas, I'm like, nah, y'all keep y'all ass at number one. And y'all do. But I say all that to say that thank you, Scott Federer, for making the move necessary to go get a quarterback of the future, bro. And we about to be running the NFC South, bro. Have you seen a list of NFC South? NFC period quarterbacks, bro, starting quarterbacks. It's it's nasty. Um, like, I saw I saw some shit where they saying the Bucks are trying to get uh, Baker Mayfield as a possible starter. I, I how does wait. he continue to how how does he continue to fail upwards? How? Come on, man. come on, man. We so, already know. So just so just fuck fuck Kyle fuck Kyle Trask. That's what it's looking like. Fuck Kyle Trask. Don't give him an opportunity. Bring in Baker Mayfield. But I seen Brock Purdy do some nice things with the 49ers. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, this would be perfect time to just let Kyle Trask take over. Like, let that man take over, bro. I don't get it. Whatever happens to them with Baker Mayfield is deserved. I'm not really, I'm not <laughs> giving that no burn. I'm not giving that no burn, Mike. I'm just not. Uh, yeah, like we so already. Yeah, see, uh, we we see we see the play, man. We see the play, but um, I'm just very excited. Um, I don't see the Panthers fumbling this opportunity. So no, I don't see them trading down out of number one. Obviously, that's just bait. For the Texans, I don't see the Texans taking that bait because they know Bryce Young will be there. Um, I'm just ready to move on. Uh, speaking on DJ Moore, I want to salute DJ Moore for a great five years with Carolina. Um, never had a bad thing to say about him. Played every game. Uh, professional, true professional. Professional, even when we didn't have the best of quarterbacks, still was putting up thousand yard seasons. Um, I do think that him and Justin Fields will take it up a notch. Um, I see the oh, Chicago. Yeah. I see Chicago Bears fans are very excited about DJ as they should. He's a true number one wide receiver. So that that would definitely alleviate some stress from Justin Fields. And as far as yeah, us, that boy Chase Claypool is ass. You don't like Chase Claypool? That boy got bricks for hands. He's <laughs> he, he not catching nothing in Chicago, man. What he what they what since that trade, like what he had, like what, two touchdowns? I don't even think he had like he, I don't even think he had like over two hundred game, hundred yard games. Like he just, yeah, yeah, man. But I, I'm just more honestly, bro. I'm just, I, I'm excited, bro. Like it's been a long time coming. 
And niggas is about, of course, the wide receiver core. Everybody throwing jokes about the. Obviously, the work is not done at wide receiver, bro. We're not no, going to. It's still work to do. It's still work to do, but you got to get a quarterback first, though. And it's it's easier to replace a wide receiver than it is a quarterback. So I understand people had to. In this it. league, in this league now, how the league turned out now, if you can get to a stud QB, you need to get that QB first. Yeah. Get him. If you got opportunity to get him, get him. But I definitely see the smoke screen with this whole, you know, trading shit. But. After just looking at what CJ did in college, his combine, how Frank Wright has talked about the type of quarterback, a pocket passer, somebody who's accurate, who got the size, he fits all of that. So I think this is just a move. And yeah, I will have a CJ Stroud jersey on order. You fuck oh, I around. You, I know you. I know you copping that black joint first, right? Come on, man. You already know what time it is, B. <laughs> hey, so what? What do you think? What do you think all of this means for Lamar Jackson? Um, I was going to segue into that because there's a bunch of colluding going on right now. Um, I don't like the fact that these owners, as soon as it was announced that he was going to get the tag, shit, teams like myself, uh, uh, teams, teams like mine came out and said, uh, oh yeah, we're cool on him. Washington, we're cool on him. Um, who else? Atlanta, we're cool on him. And it's like, all of us need fucking quarterbacks, and now y'all don't want him? Y'all mad at the Browns because they gave Deshaun Watson 230, and now y'all don't want to abide by a new market set. And people are telling me, well, Mike, the Browns didn't reset the market. They blew out the water. I said, regardless, it don't fucking matter. What does it matter? He still needs to be in that ballpark. I'm not saying they're obligated to give him 230, but he needs to get at least 200 M's guaranteed. You're not going to tell me that. Kyler Murray got 160 guaranteed. Lamar Jackson deserved 160 guaranteed. No, he deserves more money than Kyler Murray, bro. He deserves at least 200. And it's so crazy because when I asked him, I said, let's fuck, fuck all that because we get to beat that all day. How much money is, is you, you mean to tell me that he's not he's not guaranteed, he's not worth being guaranteed 200 M's? They're like, yeah. Okay, so what are we talking about then? If you know the man should be in that ballpark, why, why, why y'all don't want to give it to him? I hope a lawsuit come behind that shit. Oh, it need to. It really need to. Like these are these are teams. These are teams that need quarterbacks. And they're saying they immediately stepped out and said that they didn't. They they cool on him. Um, I I shoot y'all some bail because apparently y'all knew what y'all were doing with that whole DJ Moore situation. Yeah, but yeah, all these yeah. other niggas, all these other niggas, it's some collusion going on. <laughs> it's some collusion, <laughs> and it's it's clear cut. Like I don't. That shit nasty. Um. There's no way, like you said, if you got niggas like Kyler Murray getting 160 guaranteed, uh, Lamar Lamar's worth at least 40 to 50 more than that guaranteed. And that's a fact. Man, listen, he deserves at least 200 M's guaranteed. Deshaun Watson got 230, and they mad because if you're telling me that Joe Burrow ain't going to get at least 200 M's guaranteed, you're out your mind. If you're telling me Justin Herbert ain't going to get at least 200 guaranteed, you out your mind. Like, bro, no, stop. So you y'all mad at the Browns and want to undo dumb, the work? Dumb boys, and, dumb boys definitely getting two hundred guaranteed. Yeah, and they talking about Lamar Jackson supposed to. That ain't my fault. Pay me my money. If this is the market, pay me market value. I'm a top five quarterback like him. Pay me my money. I think he deserves more than Deshaun Watson, but he at yeah. least needs all part though. He needs to at least being. And I feel so bad for Lamar Jackson, bro, because he has done so much for that team. And he's worthy of his bread, bro. He shouldn't have to be playing under no tag or go through no loopholes to get his bread. 
But I've been hearing that's reports. A, that's a criminal, man. I've been hearing reports about probably maybe the Raiders entering the discussions, maybe the Dolphins. I can see a situation where he end up in Vegas, but he deserves his money, man. And, and it's just odd to me because we've never seen a franchise quarterback be on the market of that caliber and teams line up and say, oh, no, we cool on dog. Like, come on, man. That's that's collusion. And they did line they lined up to say all that shit too. Uh what you what do you think about Derek Carr signing? Derek Carr signing with the Saints and saying he can't guarantee wins, but he can guarantee that there's gonna be some good football plays. You saying the same thing, nigga. <laughs> you either gonna say I can't guarantee wins, I can guarantee hard work. But even still, I would even have brought that up because it's like, oh no, bro, we expect some wins up in here. I was like, yeah, yeah I expect- him, we- how much how much he signed for? Uh he's getting like 38 a season or something like that. I don't know the total value. We need it was wins. a four-year it was a four-year deal though. We need wins. We just we don't we don't need all that passive shit. Ah uh, man, fuck all that. Yeah, man. But Derek Carr's, I'm glad that's a Saints problem and not a Panther problem. Cause if them niggas would have gave Derek Carr some money, I oh my God, bro, I probably would have been up at the bank right now. But it's like, I mean, with with this quarterback class, bro, it's like it's a lot of like I'm not high on Will Levis. I'm not high on Anthony Richardson. Honestly, I, hey Drew, you still there? I heard the Colts might be getting uh, I heard the Colts might be getting um Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. But I hear they leaning towards Levis. I mean, what y'all, what are you hearing around the Colts like talks as regards to this quarterback, y'all quarterback situation? Man, you need to go ahead and get fucking Lamar Jackson and quit bullshit. That's how I feel. <laughs> like, shit, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you know what? The for sure, for me, you know, I'm looking at it as the for sure. But also, okay. there's another thing. Um, I don't think people get on the same page with Chris Ballard as the GM. And I really think when you look at Frank Wright and you look at what you guys have going on at Carolina, I think you guys are on one wavelength. When it comes to the Colts, it's never the same fucking wing. Like Jim Mercer, he's on one agenda. Chris Ballard's on another. And now we got this new um coach coming in from the Eagles. And, you know, he's going to run the damn ball. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, it's we pay Matt Ryan, pay fucking uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah, we even paid Phillip Rivers. You know what I'm saying? What's the what's the point of not paying Lamar Jackson? What's the point of not going to go get that for sure talent with a better offensive line? You see what I'm saying? But of course, with with Chris Ballard still being our general manager, he wants to build through the draft. So we're not going to give up that fourth pick. Well, he likes picks also. So therefore, mm-hmm. you know, we don't know what that Do number you- four will look like. But I think we we won't know until up to the draft. Do you did you hear about any talks about y'all uh what quarterbacks y'all liked out the draft or trading up or it's just kind of yeah, always been it's been so many of them shit. They've been left, right, up, down, up until y'all made y'all move. You know, they were saying CJ was coming to us, you know what I'm saying? Oh but, so you um, only like CJ and Bryce as far as quarterbacks in this draft. Well, I like the boy what's the boy name from Florida? You like you like Anthony. I like him. I think he's I think he's solid. You see what I'm saying? Like I think he's a well put quarterback. But also, you know, hell, 
I don't, I just don't see us driving a black quarterback. So you know what I'm saying? Like that's another <laughs> thing. Like I don't see that shit. So I'm just being very realistic here. Like I'm being, being very realistic. I just if, don't see that shit happening. Would you take uh, him at four? Yeah, for you sure. Would? Okay. For sure. But I, again, my first, my I would give up the pick and and take Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if if they're ready to move past him. Boom! This is the your perfect shot right here. Get a young quarterback with that shitty yeah. offensive line. You know what I'm saying? Like, go ahead, bring bring anybody yeah. to to Baltimore. You know what I mean? Yeah, the Ravens would definitely take Anthony Richardson if they traded if they traded sure. that pick. For yeah, sure. they would. And sure. honestly, They're, they will they will be able to groom him how they want. You know what I mean? Lamar Jackson, you can't groom this man anymore. I think he's he's really has shown that he can do it all, but right now he needs a win now scenario. So with that being said, where do you see him going? Mm. I mean, honestly, it just boils down to the money which y'all willing to pay him. And if Baltimore, you know, my Baltimore would have the opportunity to match, but I feel like they they playing games and teams don't want to pay Lamar his money. It would just boil down to if y'all willing to pay Lamar what he wants. Yeah. I think, and I and I just think we should. You know what I mean? Why the fuck not at this point? Why MVP, man? Well, come on now. Well, uh, I even saw some shit early this week where they were saying Philip Rivers is teasing a, a comeback. I did see that. Y'all, y'all buying or selling? No, selling. Selling. It's over, bro. Uh, I'm, that, I'm nigga, that nigga, he, Philip needs to chill out where he at, man. He good, man. Enjoy your 13 kids, my guy. He got yeah. a gang of them. Enjoy them boys, bro. They need Enjoy you. Them boys. They need you. Yeah. Yeah. That company, <laughs> everybody from your class is gone. Brady done gone, man. Let that shit go, man. Let it go, man. Yeah, hang that yeah. shit up, man. Don't and, and Jim Rush don't get no ideas, man. We, hey, we, we, we saw we saw the Jeff Saturday situation, man. Let's 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 hang the shit up, man. Let's get back to football. <laughs> all right. Let's get back to fucking football here. Okay. That's why I was about to ask you, Drew, because I you never know what Jim Irsay because I heard he likes Will Levis. That's what I heard. Right, I don't... Yeah, but you know, for me, Mike, man, like I said, the guy's so unstable. We really don't know what to expect to come out of the coast. Now, I will say with this, you know, with uh with us having the Eagles offensive coordinator as a head coach, you know, you're looking at uh, a Jalen Hurts type of quarterback situation here. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's, I think he's sold on that. So if you're looking at, okay, you got these these rookies, who's going to be the next Jalen Hurts? Who has the potential of being the next, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson without being Lamar Jackson, you know? Because yeah. that's to me as a as a as a as a new head coach, I'm looking at what's going to work and what has worked, what has been proven to work. And you know, I mean, look at the Eagles. They couldn't get the job done, but they had a hell of a season. Yes, Jalen Hurts took a big leap. He took yeah. a big leap. Huge leap. And I you mean, know Yeah, when you look at that, when you look at the top of that draft, it's at least one, two, three, four. It's about four teams who are looking for a quarterback. The Raiders, y'all, us, and the Texans. So it's like, and then you got Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and 
you know, Will Levis. So I think one of the – oh, the Falcons looking for a quarterback too. So, But I, I, I definitely see a situation to where either y'all stay put I don't see y'all trading back though. I I, I don't I don't see that. Um, I can I, I can see it if we're going to go for a quarterback that's out there. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like again, unless like one of those quarterbacks will follow y'all if y'all trade back. That's what I mean. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Y'all trade. gonna fall. Yeah. I mean, you. The good thing about it is we. I feel like we have, and and you know, not to even. To, to knock Aaron Rodgers out of this conversation because that's that's, that's still something yeah you see what I'm saying like there's a lot of and that's that's what sucks man because these guys are really holding on to see what everybody else is going to do we don't know yeah. if Aaron Rodgers is headed to the Jets we don't know if Lamar Jackson is going to leave the Ravens so you know, with that being said, niggas are really like, um, we ain't gonna throw no money until we see where these guys are, you know, where they're feeling and what's really shaking. Because the Sean Watson uh, sweepstake was going crazy last year. By this time, it who's was Sean Watson. Who's gonna get the Sean Watson? You know, like that shit was going crazy. They paid him the money. Now everybody's looking at it like, uh, okay. But also, you you're thinking the man's coming off of what two years, three years, not. Not playing, you know what I mean? Lamar, yeah, I think that sweet that sweepstakes was going crazy in the middle of a nasty man allegation. Facts, yeah, 100%. 100%. I'm feeling like Lamar feel definitely feel more entitled. He ain't never had no off the field issues. Nah, I don't. I don't see why the Ravens don't. They they wouldn't want to deal him. Um, I definitely see it as a great spot for him in in uh, Indy. Um, but I think we're going to see a lot of quarterbacks shake up, of course, up until the draft night. We might see some trades on actual trade night. Um, I don't think we'll be involved in any. I do see a situation where Arizona may trade back. Um, who's at five? I think Seattle. I think Seattle sold on Geno, so I don't see them taking a the quarterback. They might take best player available as far as, you know, that. But the Falcons, the Raiders, the Colts, they're all looking for quarterbacks. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, so how do y'all feel about like okay? Because you say like the Eagles, not Eagles, um, Atlanta. Now you, to me personally, I feel like we could have did better with Mariota last year and saved a lot of fucking money with going with a, a guy like Mariota. Which you know, if you look at some of the games, some of some of the shit was his fault. But a lot of times the guy looked pretty good as a quarterback, as a starting quarterback in the league. Um, for cheaper, for teams that are looking for a cheaper uh, quarterback situation, do y'all see like Mariota in the in the Baker Mayfields making any noise in into these uh, sweepstakes? I mean, they talking about Baker going to Tampa Bay, but I don't see why. I mean, I'd rather just roll with Kyle, Kyle Trask. Um, as far as Mariota, I, I've never been a believer in Mariota. I think he is who he is. I don't think there's nothing he could do to get better. I think this is his ceiling as a quarterback, which is serviceable. He's not going to get you over the top as a franchise. Um, I definitely, if I was the Colts, I wouldn't mess with that. Yeah. Me personally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, low risk, maybe for a potential high reward. He, don't know. So. Bringing him in as a vet vet presence for a rookie or if you know as a backup for like a Lamar Jackson but as far as being a headline guy starting the season no I don't see that yeah and you see uh 
Carson Wentz is back out there now. So you know there oh. are a lot of yeah, there's a lot of quarterbacks out there, man. He no might job. be done. He might be done. Could be. He Could might be. be. And it's unfortunate because he really was having an MVP year 2017. And he hasn't seen the guy back to that level since. And I think post that, it was a lot of shit that was unwarranted towards his way. But over the last couple of years, it's like, so shit, I can't defend with Carson. It's like, no, bro. Like, them games with the Colts, unacceptable. Those games with the Commanders, unacceptable. It was certain games, it was just like, nah, bro. Like, what the fuck are you doing for real? And he's had a reset in every situation. He just can't get right. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's had a lot of chances. He's had a lot of fresh fresh starts, as you would say. So I don't understand it. I don't understand it, man. But I'm very excited about this pick. I'm very excited about what's to come in the next 50 days. There's going to be a lot of headlines, a lot of conversations. Um, I'm just ready for draft night that Thursday. I might take off that day just to see my dog get that Carolina Panthers jersey. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm just – I'm ready. I'm ready. What if, if y'all they, don't, what if y'all don't take him? Man, listen, it's going to be hell. <laughs> it's going to be hell, trust me. It's going to be hell. Like it's, And I think they're going to sabotage the franchise if they don't do what they're supposed to do. C.J. Stroud is there. Bryce Young is right there. Don't make this shit deeper than what the fuck it is. Like, we all know, y'all know that Will Levis is not it. Y'all know Anthony Richardson is not it. So... You know, y'all can go ahead and continue to put out the reports about trading back. That's that's only to bait the Texans, and I think the Texans know better. Because if I'm the Houston Texans, I'm looking at it like, why the fuck am I going to trade you more draft picks just to move up one spot when I know you want CJ and we want Bryce? Mm-hmm. No, nah, y'all stay right there. We're going to stay right here, and we'll see you We'll see you April 27th. Because they dance for quarterback. They wouldn't trade. You think you think the Panthers because who what what other people would they trade down? You think the Panthers would trade with y'all? No, I'm saying you think the Texans are going to take a quarterback with the number two pick. Oh yes, hell yeah, yeah. Davis Mills not it, man. Yeah, Mills is not it, bro. Mills is not it. They need to get that new regime in there. They got it. They're taking Bryce Young. I think they know. I think the Texans know that we really want C.J. Stroud. So all this shit is, like I said, is like a smoke screen. Yeah. And they're young. So it's no need for them to give up a second-round pick or a third-round pick to move up one spot. They're looking at Carolina. Man, Carolina's just trying to probably get back, drag capital, see if we just going to bite. Because, you know, we did. That's what I'm saying. Niggas can't believe all these reports about, oh, the Panthers traded all the way up and they don't know who they want to get. They know who they want to get. This is just to get everybody riled up to see what the fuck everybody else is going to do. Because, like, it, like, say, for example, let's say the Colts was at number nine, right? And y'all did the exact same move that we made. What sense would it be for y'all to trade back down? Right. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? That's just bait for the Texans. That's all that shit is. But I think we'll see some other trades happening on, on draft. I think Arizona trades back. And I think it'll probably either be with the Raiders or the Falcons because one of them will probably want AR or probably Will Levis. I think we might see three quarterbacks go in the top three. I think Arizona moves out of number three. And if not, I'm probably end up taking Will Anderson. But y'all, I think y'all will end up getting either if y'all don't get Lamar Jackson, y'all will get one of them other two. Man, we think let to get fucking Aaron Rodgers and win this championship, man. That's how I feel. But the way, uh, he's talking, 
If he's talking, he's making it sound like something might happen this week. I'm thinking probably before Thursday, and I'm thinking it's the Jets. Like, if I'm looking at, I don't know if you, y'all keep up with more of the, the sports odds shit. Um, I've been looking at the sports odds for the first pick, and it's obviously been CJ Stroud as a favorite. But I've, I've been, I, the last time I looked at it, the favorite landing spot for Aaron Rodgers was the Jets. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think he's gonna end up with the Jets. I think that uh that Green Bay, that Green Bay should have over with. Um, I did see some shit where they was saying um they were saying either way Jordan Love is gonna have a, a more a more of a presence on the field this season anyway. So if they were saying that, then Aaron Rodgers out of there. Jordan Love like is not the answer. I don't think so neither, but I mean I <laughs> But they're gonna roll with him. Yeah, they're gonna roll with him. <laughs> Y'all they see uh Jalen, y'all see Jalen Ramsey about the sign the uh with the Dolphins? You yeah, saw that, that early today. What y'all think about that? That man, that man's still getting 25 M's guaranteed. Mm. Hey, I ain't mad at how I feel about Jalen. Jalen can do what you gotta do. I'm here. Cooper Cup might even get traded. Cooper Cup traded? Whoa, what are you going? Now, I'm hearing they might be trading him, bro, because it's like, you know, the Rams is kind of like on a fire. It seemed like the Rams did everything they did to win that Super Bowl. Now they want to have like a fire sale. Hey, man. I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, nigga saying McVay scared to rebuild, man. I, I guess he going to have to he going to have to rebuild now. What? Now, Ramsey going. So. It's like, I mean, Odell Beckham is gone. All the receivers that really got you to the prime. Robert Woods is at Tennessee. So it's like, what's really going on? You see what I'm saying? Like, it's it ain't looking too good. I think, yeah, like, I, I, I just don't see what the Rams got going on. But that was a big trade. I did not see that trade coming. So I think that was a good move for the for the Dolphins. I like the move for Jalen Ramsey. Um, of course, he's happy. You If you follow him on Twitter or you caught the, you know his tweet on Twitter, you know, dog have this video and shit. So, hey, dog in his bag. He happy to be in Miami. So, we'll see. He happy as hell. Yeah, man. So, we definitely going to see how this shit play out, man. Uh, March Madness starts this month. Uh, Selection Sunday was here today. My Tar Heels being in the tournament, so I ain't got no burn for it. So, I mean, hey. Damn. I saw it coming, though. We was ass this year, bro. We was we was so ass. Shout out to yeah. College Carlson Charleston is in the tournament. I think I can, I, I can see Carlson Charleston again in the Sweet 16. I can see them having a Cinderella type run. I can see that. I mean, they've been killing this whole season, so I can see them. I can see them hitting the uh, Sweet 16 if it was possible for them. And um, guess who the season was to us? <laughs> <laughs> and they ripped off like 25 straight after that. But salute to Carlson yeah. Charleston. Um, so we'll definitely see how that's coming up. NBA playoffs start exactly in a month. So, you know, the heat of basketball is coming up. Like, seeding still got to get panned out. I mean, the East is not really locked up as far as the one. Boston could be the one seed. Philly could be the one seed. Milwaukee could be the one seed. Um, so, and then y'all going to be playing each other, like, towards the end of the month. So, it's going to be some big games coming up for all three of those teams. Yep. Yep, yep. Oh man. Cause I'm I'm looking at the standings right now. So hold on. In the Western Conference, of course, uh Nuggets, Kings, Grizzlies, 
Suns and Clippers, that's the top five. And the bottom five is Warriors, Timberwolves, Mavs, Lakers, and Jazz. That's the bottom look five. At, look at the losses from the five seed to the 12 seed. It's one, it's one, one loss separate all of them. Exactly. So you could go from five to 12. Because I think it's, the Lakers was Lakers was like like seven or six a couple of days ago, and they backed down to number nine because of you know the you know they go off the uh what a, what did it go off uh I forgot what that shit go off, but yeah they dropped back down. Yeah, so we definitely gonna see how that shit pan out. Um, the East is kind of pretty. I think the top three is pretty much solidified. Them niggas would just be jockeying for one. I don't see nobody coming up from the four or five seed to kind of compete for that one seed. It's going to be between Milwaukee, Boston, and Philly. The West is going to be interested from that four, from that four to twelve seed. Niggas can end up being a four seed one day, and in two days they can end up being in the playing. That shit going to be crazy, especially with KD being out until the playoffs. They saying um, yeah. Zion, Zion is coming back playoff time. Uh, LeBron, we still know what's going on with LeBron, but the Lakers have been playing a, a whole lot better right now. Uh, <laughs> Isn't is is Kyrie is Kyrie or Luca hurt? One of them hurt. They missed the last game, but they should be back for the next one. We'll see. They got a little nag. I and think then, we're. Uh, I, I think we're actually lined up to have a great playoff, bro. Yeah, if everybody, everybody be coming back. You know, you know, uh, decent, healthy at least. I mean, everybody gonna be there. Niggas gotta play, so you know. Yeah, um, I think this year. I think this is the year. Honestly, like. We really get to see. I know last year we, for the most part, everybody was healthy besides Kawhi Leonard, of course, and um, had some other shit going on. But with all the moves that we had at the trade deadline, it's a lot of shit that's really gonna get, you know, put to the test as far as who Ross is really gonna stack up against who. Um, so yeah, man. I mean, we smack dab in the middle of March, believe it or not. Like yeah. today's like the thirteenth or the twelfth. Twelfth. So we smack dab in the middle of March. Before you know it, it'll be April. You get what I'm saying? So playoffs is literally right there, bro. March, like I say, the first few months of the year is going to rip by. Like, it's it's going to be so niggas going to be locked into college basketball, NBA basketball. Playoffs will be starting right in April. So, yeah, man, I can't wait, man. And, again, salute to my Panthers for having the balls to go up there and get that number one pick, man. Niggas can't wait, man. Niggas can't wait. Any y'all niggas got some shout outs before we get up out of here? Anything we missed? Uh shout out my brother uh Danny Fosworth. I can't I was a guest on this podcast this week at yes, the plate. Danny, I this is episode. Great episode. Um, I'm gonna post it. I gotta I still gotta post it on my personal socials, but uh, shout out to my dog Danny Fosworth. He's a, also a big fan, big supporter, which is the best in the podcast. He always tapped in. Um he rocked with the whole team heavy. Uh, salute to him. Uh, shout out to Cultura Fest. My dog Matt Monday. He got that Cultura Fest going on. It's coming in, in May. He got currency as the headliner. Uh, he was he initially planned to have uh, the Cultura Fest in 2020, but you know COVID has uh, basically played hate on everything. But he back now. So shout out to that. And like we say, man, shout out to the whole city, man. Everybody doing their thing. Yeah, man. Shout out. Shout out. Hey, I'll piggyback off more, man. Just shout out to everybody doing their thing. Shout out to all the supporters. Uh, you know, subscribe to us on YouTube. You know, follow us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. You know, help us get our subscribers up. 
you know, just tell people about it. If you fuck with the show, just tell people about it, you know? That's all I can really say. Yes, sir. Julie, what you got, man? Which what else you got going on? What's on what's on the pipeline for you, bro? More work, work and work, man. Trying to get this um uh, more New York footage from Boutique Fashion Week coming out this week. Uh wrapped up uh Charles Wilder through photos and stuff. I wrapped that up this weekend. So that's done. Everything sent to them. I'm so I'll probably be dropping more stuff um on my personal page with that. That's digital Drew Das. Um but other than that, man, work continues, man. Continue to grind, continue to put out great content. Like these guys said, make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe. And also tell somebody. And then once that person tells somebody, tell another person. You heard? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. So like we say every episode, every week on here, man, you hear something that gets you in your feelings, you feel some type of way, always remember. We're just some messengers. We out. <laughs>